You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, everybody. Tonight, we're debating whether or not there should be vaccine mandates, and we are starting right now. With Cider Report's opening statement, thanks so much for being with us. Cider Report, the floor is all yours. Thank you so much for having me back, James, and thank you to Alex for uh, being here as well. I look forward to a fun debate. Uh, yeah, so like jumping in with a few hours of notice on, you know, isn't exactly ideal on a massive topic like this, but, you know, we rise to the occasion. Uh, there's this notion that vaccine mandates or vaccine passports are, you know, new uh, form of authoritative measures brought on by the obviously communist reign of the Biden administration. Uh, but they've actually been used quite a lot throughout history. Uh, Jacobson versus Massachusetts in 1905, which is a U.S. Supreme Court case on this very uh, issue. It stated on it that the collective rights of a group of people uh, out like, not to live in a world uh, written by plague or by viruses or illnesses outweighed the rights of the individual not to take a, a, a vaccine. This is absolutely no different. Vaccine passports are also something that we've uh, that we can find regularly uh, in um, history, though slightly earlier in 1897, it's the earliest known cases that we have of them. To stick with, with um, smallpox, uh, a piece of paper, which is what a vaccine passport is, was required if traveling in or out of a state, or if you were coming up, say, from Mexico, if you were flying into the country, et cetera, et cetera, you would need to provide proof of your vaccination. Full FDA approval is now given this week to uh, the Pfizer vaccine, which is the one that I got. I am fully vaccinated. Um, I wonder if all the people who said that it's now experimental medicine will now be lining up to get it. But yes, yeah, well, there you go. One can only hope. Vaccines don't have microchips in them to um, track you. Your, your phone that's doing a much better job of it. Um, depending on which phone brand you have, you're either giving your fingerprint to like Samsung or some other Chinese company, or you're giving a 3D model of your face to Apple. Um, it doesn't have the ability to turn you into Magneto from the X-Men either. If you put a coin on your forehead and it stays there, you have very poor hygiene. You're not magnetic. The fact is that we know that things like polio, meningitis, mumps, whooping cough, smallpox, tennis, and chickenpox are no longer lifelong problems and don't lead to complications later in life because vaccines work. They don't cause autism and they are to protect you and everybody around you from otherwise deadly viruses. I know it was a little bit short and sweet, but that is the end of my time. I'll leave it over to Alex. 
You got it. Thank you very much for that opening statement, cider import, and want to let you know, folks, if it's your first time here at Modern Day Debate, we are a neutral platform hosting debates on science, religion, and politics. We hope you feel welcome no matter what walk of life you are from. And also, folks, very excited for upcoming juicy debates, such as a good old debate on veganism, which has been rescheduled to next week between Alex and Vegan Gains. And so, hey, Hit that subscribe button, folks. You don't want to miss upcoming juicy debates just like this one. And so with that, Alex, thanks for being with us. The floor is all yours. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. And uh, thank you, to, uh, Ian, for being here all the way from Ireland. I appreciate it. I'm in Dallas, Texas, so I know that the time difference makes this a little annoying. So I really appreciate you, you know, going out of your way to be here. Okay, but real quick, I just want to start off by saying uh, you mentioned uh, talking about chicken pox and measles. And one thing about those vaccines, I just want to get off, you know, off my chest is once you get the measles vaccine, you never get measles again. But see, the problem with this vaccine is once you get this vaccine, it doesn't protect you from spreading the actual virus. So it doesn't make you any less susceptible of transferring the virus than an unvaccinated person. But this is what I want to do. I have some stuff I need to share, but I want to make a few points because what's happening here is you talk about the emergency use authorization. Well, that's fine. You can say that Pfizer got that. But before we get into the conspiracy woods, they're the the head of Pfizer is was the head of the uh, FDA for the last two years. So, you know, we can look into that. Sky Bear, calm down. My cat's going crazy. You know, I can pull that meme. Uh, but real quick, I, what I want to start off with, though, James, because people always like when you uh, do a uh, you present something. So I want to do a share screen. I wanted to just show this for the people playing at home, if I can. Um, and I want to say this is this is one reason why people don't a little thing about the vaccine. People don't realize is um, for the Pfizer vaccine itself, even with your FDA approval, um, the, the vaccine has to be in, uh, it cannot go higher than 76 degrees. It has to be in a perfect storage range. Well, you're in Ireland. I'm sure everybody in Ireland's a good employee, but see, the thing is I'm in Dallas, Texas. And when you go to the CVS in Dallas, Texas, um, Hector, the guy that, that loads the stuff, loads the vaccines into the pharmacy, they don't care if it rises over 80 degrees. So you can say that the vaccine's safe, but not only does the vaccine have to be safe, but the entire carriage from, from a distribution to my arm. The thing has to stay under 76 degrees. Now, Ireland might be cold, but I'm in Texas. Today, it was 98 degrees. It is hotter than a uh, the devil's dick, as we say, where I'm at. So I don't trust for these people to even take care of the vaccine because these people don't care because it's not going in their arms. So I just want to say, first off, that is one of the biggest safety issues that you cannot trust the people administering it. Because if you will do a vaccine pop-up clinic, on the side of a road, an apartment clinic, uh, uh, they do it next to a dumpster. I mean, here in Dallas, Texas, they have the military giving these things out. The military out on the streets where it's 100 degrees, and you're telling me this vaccine has to stay and uh, it can never rise above 76 degrees, and if it does, it could potentially be deadly or, or you know cause issues. But on top of that, this is what I want to say. You said the microchips. This is This is just out of Japan. 1.6 million uh, Moderna doses withdrawn in, in Japan over contamination. The so company confirms reports of uh, particulate matter in vials, but finds no safety issues. But this, listen, okay, of course they're going to say no safety issues. They don't want to you know, alarm people. But about 1.6 million doses of Moderna's coronavirus vaccine have been taken out of use in Japan because of the contamination reported in some vials. The Ministry of Health, Labor, and Welfare said early Thursday... Several vaccination centers have reported the vaccine vials contain foreign matter, according to an announcement from the ministry, which added it will seek to minimize the impact of the withdrawal in the country's inoculation program. 
The ministry said later in the day that the substance had been mixed and it may have been metal. It's a substance that reacts to magnets. A ministry official said it could be metal. Now, on uh, so you're going to be like, Alex, do you have any real research? Well, this, I went and filmed this uh, on at the military. This, this, is, this is an experiment I did in front of the military. This is in Dallas, Texas, if you can see this. And so I want to show you right now. This is this is me doing the test on this girl's arm. You know, you'll be fine. Look, okay. Look. You just put it on your arm, wherever you got the injection. With a magnetized? It should stick to it. You got a good feeling. She's not an actress. She's just a random person outside of her. Watch. Watch. It's sticking. It's sticking. It's sticking on her arm, guys. It's sticking on her arm. It's sticking on her arm. Okay. It's sticking okay. on. Hey guys, hey, guys. That'll stick again. Here, let me show you. It's gonna stick on more people's arms. Let me show you. It's gonna stick on multiple people's arms. I'll just show you now. Have you had it? Read the sign. He gave him five. Let's see. Hold on. Hold on. Where is it? Dude, it's sticking. It is sticking. We just got the shot. Yo, yo. Hello, military people. No, come on. None of y'all care. So for me, and then I see in Japan, they say that uh, 1.6 million Moderna doses withdrawn in Japan over contamination. And then they say uh, here, the Pfizer vaccine has to be over 76 degrees. And I don't even want to get into the Nuremberg codes uh, because I can read all 10 of them. The, the idea of a vaccine mandate, uh, uh, you know, the experiment should be so conducted to avoid all unnecessary physical and mental suffering and injury. And that's the problem is that there's, uh, there's other things like ivermectin and there is hydroxychloroquine, but they can't uh, prescribe those. And it's actually illegal. People are getting tr in trouble for prescribing those. Um, because it is, uh, what happens is if they were to prescribe it, that means that there's another reliable uh, cure other than the emergency youth authorization of the vaccine. So they have to do it. See, the problem is with the vaccine is even with a hundred percent vaccination rate, now with the every six months they want a booster, you'll never ever be fully compliant. And so it, it takes 300% because now you got to get three vaccines a year or however many it's going to be. So it's a never ending slippery slope. That's the problem is you don't see here in America, we had a thing called the Patriot Act. What that did is that gives them warrantless search and seizure of our phones and of our emails. And what they did is they say that's under the guise of your safety. So what America does is it takes away your freedom under the guise of safety. So you're saying that all the Democrats and liberals here in my country, they're fighting and saying that voter ID laws are racist. It is illegal to show an ID to go vote. That is racist. People are flying from Texas. They're not voting. It's actually it's one of the biggest political issues. Yet those same exact people, those same same people want you to have to have not only your ID, but also have an inoculation just to go to the grocery store. But somehow that's not racist. And when you look at the distribution of vaccines per race, uh, black people are actually the least vaccinated race. And that goes back to the Tuskegee syphilis experiment, which happened in 1942 to, or I think it was, uh, uh, it was 1930 to 1970. And in that experiment, what they did is they gave uh, black sharecroppers syphilis under the guise of free healthcare. So black people have trepidation when it comes to free healthcare from the government. And that's another thing is this vaccine is not free. It's subsidized literally by big pharma. Here in your country, you're not allowed to have commercials for medicine. Here 
here in America, we can have commercials for Viagra, for depression pills. It doesn't matter. So what I'm saying is in America, when a vial of when a vial of insulin is $200, but you can go to Canada or Mexico, both of our neighbors and buy it for $2, it shows you that we live in a system that is built to uh, exploit the people that are most vulnerable. And I know that sounds crazy, but I'm telling you, when they give you something free, there's there's a meaning behind it. Now, I don't want to get in the woods and say, oh, this is some sort of sterilization program. Oh, this is some sort of mass casualty thing, because I don't necessarily think that's true. I think, you know, they know some people are going to die. But what I do know is true. I know that a normal vaccine would take nearly 10 years for it to get the, the actual authorization that it needs. And you're going to rush out multiple different companies. And we can go into Johnson & Johnson has paid out so much money in their in their uh, baby powder uh, ovarian cancer thing. They, they gave out a product that caused people cancer. And what happens? They just pay a bunch of money. See, that is not okay with me because they, they're able to use us as a guinea pig. And whether you like it or not, you can say it's not an experiment, but there's a control group, the people that didn't take it. And then there's going to be people that, that did take it. And I'm telling you, with the never ending boosters, that's the slippery slope, even for the person like you that says you need the mandates. It doesn't make sense. Because if I can still even a vaccinated person can still have they, they look in a vaccinated person's nose and they have the same viral load with the Delta virus as a person that is unvaccinated. So all the vaccine that they even admit this, all the vaccine does is tries to help you from getting serious issues or getting hospitalized. Yet there's constant breakthrough cases. Even the CDC had to stop reporting the breakthrough cases because it makes their narrative look bad. So all I have to tell you is this. Big Pharma in America is a capitalist business. It is a multinational company that can donate to all the politicians. That's why the right wing, that's why Donald Trump is as crooked as a dog's hind leg. That's why he's trying to push the vaccine because he's bought and sold by Big Pharma. Every single politician is bought by the political action committees. So you look at the companies that have the most power, the big oil, you look at Big Pharma, you look at the military industrial complex, and it's pretty clear that our system is not built. We should have socialized medicine. We don't. But the one time they are going to socialize the medicine, it's going to be to give us a free uh, a, a free vaccine that makes magnets stick to our arm that has no long-term testing. And you're going to say, in my own country, the most hypocritical thing ever, that it's, it's actually racist to show an ID to vote in a presidential election. Yet it's not racist to have to show an ID and a separate vaccine passport just to buy a banana at the grocery store. So we are living in the upside-down world where I, I grew up uh, reading the Constitution and nowhere in that Constitution, I know you're not in America, did it say that it all gets thrown away if there's a virus going around. There's over 600,000 deaths from heart disease in, in the United States a year. We don't mandate, like I said, we don't mandate diet and exercise. The government doesn't care about our health. As a matter of fact, they want to keep us sick. So I can go to the countless people, Midwin Charles, Hank Aaron, the multiple people that have died from the vaccine. And of course, you know, the BBC host that just died from the vaccine, a BB host. Uh, died from vaccine. That's the last person I want to show. This is this is the BB host, Lisa Shaw. One last screen share. Let me let me show you this, and then I'll be done. Uh, so this is this is a BBC radio host. Of course, I agree. Uh, get out of here. 
BBC radio host Lisa Shaw died from brain hemorrhage after AstraZeneca vaccine corona rules. So BBC radio presenter died from a brain hemorrhage after receiving the AstraZeneca coronavirus vaccine, a coroner's rule. Lisa Shaw, 44, died May 21st, just over three weeks after receiving her first jab. She had complained of several severe headaches in the week following the injection and became seriously ill a few days later. After the ruling, her family spoke of the terrible void left in their lives. She truly was the most wonderful mom, daughter, sister, and friend. So somebody, you know, you're going to say, oh, you should, you should mandate vaccines but yet some some kid lost his own mother um because of of that idea so i know that you know they even admit that some people are going to die from the vaccine and that's just uh, the collateral damage because it saves people in the long run but all i'm saying is this it should be personal choice your vaccine if your vaccine works then i shouldn't have to get a vaccine so the idea that your vaccine doesn't work unless i get one is absolutely absurd and that's the idea and that's the stupidity and the idiocracy that we're currently living under right now you got it. Thanks for that opening, Alex, as well. Folks, I want to let you know our guests are linked in the description. And we also want to let you know that we link our guests in the description box of the podcast episode as well. Folks, if you didn't know, we are on podcast. So see on the you could say the big four, namely Podcast Addict, Apple Podcasts, as well as Spotify, and Google Podcasts, all of them, and all the little ones as well, want to let you know you can find our both debates there and our guests linked in the description box of each debate. One last thing before we do go into open conversation. Folks, I know it's true. Sometimes we have some controversial topics on this channel. I want to remind you, it's not your grandma's debate channel. Sometimes you'll be offended. Sometimes you'll be upset. And I want you to keep this in mind. Sometimes... It's more so that, and this isn't pertaining to anything that was said tonight, I'm not trying to target anybody in particular, but it is true that we regularly have controversial debates, and the goal is that some of the views that you find offensive and the people that you might say, "Mm, I don't want them to be able to come back on and, and say that, you know, whatever it is, I want to let you know, if you want that person to, you could say, lose their influence in perpetuating their allegedly offensive or dangerous ideas or whatever it is, it's important that their followers are exposed to refutations of their arguments. And so that's why we do indeed host people that are controversial. And so want to let you know, folks, it may make you uncomfortable, but nonetheless, there is a purpose for it. And so with that, we're going to jump, jump into the open conversation. Thanks so much, gentlemen. The floor is all yours. Yeah. Okay. So there was, yeah, there was quite a lot that was said there that I do kind of have to um, respond to. I think that the kind of the biggest one that we'll kind of like start off with um, at least um, was the video that you showed uh, of yourself kind of going around to like different people and uh, testing coins aren't magnetized though. So like if you get like a fridge magnet or like an actual that was magnet a magnet try to that pick was, up a... real quick that that wasn't no coin that was a magnet I used a neo it was a magnet mag- yeah it was actual magnet neo right, okay well it, it it yeah okay well it looked like a coin but I mean okay so like but see here's the thing if I tried to pick up like a magnet now or you know if I took thirty seconds to like go and get a magnet off of my fridge and try to put it on my arm I'll even take off the fucking blazer roll up the shirt it's not gonna stick. So, I mean, like, I don't know, like, where you're kind of getting this idea that, like, it's it's making you magnetize. Like, it's just, it's, it's, What's it's like, no. how would, how would it even do that? Like, Ian, like Ian, honestly, I'm, not, I'm genuinely, I'm not, I'm how not would trying it to actually argue, do that? 
Ian, I'm not trying to argue with you on this. I just showed a video of me going and doing the experiment. Those are random people stuck on their arms. Now, you can say that's not true, but I was just going to say, you calling me Ian? I do. Yeah, I, I do. Steven. Want to it, it, it probably, Steven. <laughs> oh, I keep saying Ian. It's Steven. I thought it was Ian. Sorry. I, you're I apologize, Steven. You're all good. You're Steven, all good. You're I apologize. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, but I'm not even. I'm, listen, you can argue that. You can say it didn't stick on their arms, but I'm telling you, that's that. Don't, don't believe me, guys. Don't believe that video. Don't believe, even though I did that on multiple videos, you can go on my channel, you can see it. Uh, it I, you YouTube won't let me play it. It gets kicked off YouTube. Um, but uh, uh, it, it, that's on my Instagram. If you guys want to saw it, I'm just saying I didn't do that experiment. I mean, didn't, I didn't fake that experiment. And you can go look at magnets sticking to people's arms. And there's thousands, literally thousands of other people doing that. And it's supposedly from the Moderna. And I, I'm just saying there's an article in Japan that says they had to put throw the vials away because they contain contaminants. I'm telling you here in America, if those contain contaminants, nobody in the military is going to be like, oh, do these have metal? They're just, they're order followers. Everybody, so nobody's going to, nobody would ever blow the whistle here in America on something like that because nobody's even smart enough to realize it. So you can say that's fake, but I showed you, I did it. Their magnets that stick to people's arms. It may not stick to yours, but it did stick to theirs. I promise you that. Well, yeah, I mean, it doesn't stick to mine because, okay, yeah, look, there might be, like, as you kind of uh, mentioned a few times in your uh, opening, there's a little bit of a climate difference between most parts of the uh, US and um, Ireland, you know, like the Bible calls like the 40 days of, uh, of uh, rain a fucking tragedy. That's the summer here. But anyway, it, it's uh, like this whole thing about like, so in the video, you saw that like there was a lot of people in like, you know, like T-shirts and like tank tops and stuff like that. It was quite obviously a hot day. People are going to be a little bit sweaty. People are going to be a little bit clammy. And I, I mean, look, take me as being like the stubborn Irishman, but that's genuinely the only explanation that I could give as to why a magnet is sticking to them. Aside from the fact that, look, just if you could ignore that, you can, you know, cast that aside if you want to. Can you explain to me how a vaccine is making people magnetized because I, I genuinely love to know how that's even possible. Well, first of all, I'm not a scientist. I have no idea. But I mean, when you're dealing with stuff, you want to say microchips, see, that's a misdirection. They want to say microchips. A microchip is not going to fit in a needle. It would be some sort of nano chip. But I don't believe there is some sort of chip, but it would be nanotechnology. And there is nanotechnology. So when that coagulates with blood, can that create some sort of new? Can you mix two minerals and make something? Is that That's called alchemy. Is that possible? Yes. Do How to do that? I don't know. I don't have a laboratory. I don't have people's blood. And I don't. I, I wouldn't even know where to start or how to explain why the people are magnetized. I'm just saying, don't believe me. You guys, I showed you the video. You can still disbelieve me, but go do your own bit of research. All you have to do is look one centimeter under the surface. You're going to see go on TikTok, go on Instagram, type in magnet challenge. You're going to see thousands of people, fat women, skinny women, uh, men, black women, white women, all races. It doesn't matter. Children, elderly people, it's sticking to people's arms. But I, we can even go past the sticking to people's arms. Let's get on a new point. So you guys do your own research on that. I want to talk about, you know that they even admit some people are going to get, I think they call it anaphylactic shock. Do you think when somebody, you know, uh, that 44-year-old uh, BBC presenter, Lisa Shaw, you know, when her daughter, uh, you know, as is a has no mother is an orphan now what do you think she feels about uh vaccine mandates well uh, i i didn't i didn't know about the case that you brought up so i mean i can't really kind of talk about it in detail it wouldn't be fair it wouldn't be right only because i don't know all of the details but uh yeah i if i was to guess i would probably say that she's against vaccine mandates but um like i mean i mean like it's it's somewhat understandable given that 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 
her mother went through that. Although I, I like, okay. So the one thing that I would kind of have to say to that is, uh, yes, you know, the headaches kind of appeared, you had said as like a side effect of the first or, or of the shot. She that she got. The first yeah. dose after so, AstraZeneca. Yeah. yeah. Um, is, is there, so there's a little bit of a danger here that we're going into correlation and not causation. Well, no, no, they admitted specific- it. The, the coroner, the coroner here, I'll, here, I'll put it in the chat. This is a mirror. No, the coroner actually admitted the AstraZeneca vaccine caused it. No, no, here. It's, it's one of the, it's one of the few ones they've actually come, uh, you know, said it because you can look into the VAERS, the VAERS report, the vaccine adverse reaction report. And there's, there's been over 13,000 reported deaths yet. The TV still tells you there's none, but here, I want to send it in the chat. So this is the Alicia Shaw article. If you want to look at it in that, no, mm-hmm. the coroner actually did say that uh, it was due to the AstraZeneca vaccine. Like, uh, uh, you know, I mean, I, you know, you can read it right here. Let's see. I don't know if I need to pull it up again, but but I put it in the chat for anybody that needs to know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that corner said that. So some people are going to die. So so I'll even give you that. Let's say the vaccine is safe and effective. But even for those few people, this is my problem. This is my problem, Stephen. This is why. If you got 100,000 people in a line and you gave each one of them an almond, somebody would get sick and die because an almond is not safe and effective for every single person. A peanut, if I was to give those 100,000 people, if I was to give each of them a peanut, somebody would have a adverse reaction. So when mm-hmm. they say that a vaccine is one size <clears throat> fits all that's impossible because not even an almond is one size fits all so so listen i get it mm-hmm. if they were cool if they were cool with the with you know uh, opting out of the vaccine vaccine exemptions then i would be a little nicer but that, that's the problem is we get in the slippery slope of the mandates is once you make it so you have to get a vaccine to buy a banana when you know that it'd be like this what would you what if every single person had to eat a handful of almonds before they went to the grocery store it wouldn't make any sense I, i'm just saying and you, so it doesn't matter if it's safe and effective. There's going to be somebody somewhere that's going to be allergic to it, not knowing and die from it. So for that one person, it's the same idea that I'm against the death penalty, not because people shouldn't be in fear if they murder someone that they're going to die, but because here in America, we put people to death that were later found to be innocent. So if there's one person that is killed and they were innocent, then the whole program should be shut down. And for me, that is the same comparison. If one person that dies from the vaccine uh, you know, unfairly because they, you know, needed it for work because they needed to shop and they die because of that. I think the whole program should be shut down. Now, is that easy? Is that hard? No. And dude, listen, if you want to take your vaccine, I don't even want to stand here. You want to take your vaccine, go get your boosters, go get all you want, but you, your vaccine shouldn't be affected by whether I have one or not. And that's where I, that's where I really draw the line is, is my autonomy. I want my freedom. Your vaccine shouldn't be affected whether I'm vaccinated or not. Yeah. Okay. So there's a few things to kind of respond to there. Um, the, the whole thing about, yeah, so look, vaccines are technically, technically speaking, not one size fits all because there are people who have, you know, like uh, pre-existing health uh, conditions. There are like people who have like severely uh, low or, or uh, weak um, immune systems that if they were to have any sort of like an, like a uh, vaccine added into that, it you know, it could have um, damages. But the point is, is that... Um, that's not like that's not necessarily a, a defeater it would it would just be kind of if it, if at all possible make it so that those few people don't get it and at some point you know like after uh heart immunity kicks in after a certain amount of the population is uh vaccinated and covid eventually starts to go away that w- that you know that like problem will kind of solve itself the whole thing about what you said uh about you know oh that if i get a vaccine that it it, it shouldn't be dependent on whether or not you have a vaccine to work it 
kind of does though. So I have the, so I have, uh, I'm now fully vaccinated as of literally today. I got my second job last week. Um, you, so if Congratulations. there wasn't, if there wasn't any sort of, you know, other variants like the Delta variant, I'm pretty sure there's a new one now that I, the name of it is escaping me. Um, so I'm technically speaking immune from COVID, but that doesn't, ne- but if, if there was a group of you and say 50, a hundred other people just like you, there is a chance. So I don't, I, I wouldn't get any of the kind of the like massively negative side effects from COVID, but I can still carry it and I can still pass it to you. So if me and you were to have a conversation face to face and then you go uh, out and you talk to a number, we know how this stuff, um, you know, uh, spreads uh but that's the the point though because you can then give it to other people so even though i don't get any of the massively negative side effects and i don't end up in hospital and i don't end up on a ventilator and i might not possibly die you might or somebody that you're talking to might or somebody that in your family or a loved one or a friend etc etc they might so yes they're unvaccinated negatively you're saying you're saying the unvaccinated but see they chose but they're choosing the unvaccinated are choosing to be unvaccinated so they're choosing to take that risk it's like the same thing with i choose to ride a motorcycle here in america it's more risky to ride a motorcycle there's a lot of motorcycle deaths you can choose like so you're saying if you're vaccinated you're protective then then how Mm. is my how is me not being vaccinated you even admit even if you're vaccinated you can still spread the virus the same as an unvaccinated person so the only thing the vaccine does is protect you from severe uh, uh, effects from the virus, well, then just let the unvaccinated die from the virus. And it just shouldn't be mandated because what you're trying to do is you're trying to virtue signal. You're trying to protect other people that don't need protection, that don't want protection. That's the whole problem with America is they take away your freedoms under the guise of safety. And that's the problem. That's the slope, dude. When we start with these variants, and that's another thing is the more you vaccinate people, the more vaccine resistant uh, uh, strands of the virus is created. So I'm just saying, I get it, dude. I get like, where you're coming from i know you want to be uh you don't i I, what i'm saying is i know you're trying to do the right thing i feel like your 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 heart is in the right place but i just don't think the logic is there is my issue with you and i that's why i don't really have any beef because i do think and i think the people that want other vaccinated people i think in in general you do want an I guess, you know, better healthcare. But at the end of the day, if it doesn't stop you from spreading the viruses, the same person can spread the virus just as much as an unvaccinated person and a vaccinated person can spread the virus the same, yet the vaccinated people have more severe effects than the unvaccinated, then let the unvaccinated take that risk. It shouldn't, like you said, even your own logic doesn't necessarily affect your vaccine. And yes, uh, uh, viruses get spread, but listen, we've had SARS, we've had uh, 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 the bird flu, other years where there was hundreds and thousands of deaths there, but it was a different political climate and they weren't able to politicize. And that's the problem with me is we're getting in a situation where it's not about healthcare anymore. It's about politics. And the problem with America is America dictates global politics. We are the leader in global politics. And as an American, I'm telling you, we have a major malfunctioning issue. We are idiots. Just look at how we handled the Afghanistan issue. We went there for 20 years. And in five days, we gave it back to the Taliban. Those are the same people that are organized those shots. So it's the same military that are in Dallas, Texas, giving vaccines that have to stay under 76 degrees at all times, at all times. Yet I see them loading it in, loading it into a, a literal carport in a parking lot in Dallas, Texas, when it's 100 degrees. Now, I'm just saying, 
whether the vaccine is safe and effective, just the risk, the unnecessary risk of mandating something, saying you can't work, you can't fly on a plane unless you take this virus. That is taking away my autonomy. And that is taking away my freedom. Whether you call me a Q head or a Trumper, I don't like Trump. I'm just saying, I'm telling you, having personal freedom is very important because as soon as you give it up, you never get it back. Yeah, okay. So there's a massive kind of... Um... Issue. I I was I was probably gonna bring it up, but I I was kind of waiting for you to make a couple of more examples before I actually kind of hit you with it. Um, you're too like you're you're way too focusing on personal health because personal health is different from collective health. So yes, it could be your decision that you don't want to get the the uh, vaccine and you're perfectly uh, willing to accept any sort of negative side effects from it. But so, so if if I had made the choice that I don't want to get the vaccine, right? And that's my personal choice, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know if I was to carry um, COVID because I could be uh, unsymptomatic, I, you know, or, or you're like not symptomatic for the first two weeks anyway. So I could be passing it on to someone that, you know, I know, or that I love, or even that I don't know. And I, and you know, the, the chances of, of them, potentially getting severely injured or dying or anything else. I know you're going to say that I'm virtue signaling uh, again. I really don't kind of think that I am or that's not at least how this is intending to come across. Um, that in it, that in and of itself is enough for me to say, you know what? I don't want to get this. I don't want other people to get this. I don't want other people to be sick. I don't want other people to die. So yeah, I'm going to get it. And the, the whole thing about, uh, you know, all that, like, you can't go into, like, a supermarket, you can't get on a plane. I thought that you, I thought that you guys were supposed to be kind of massively in favor of um, uh, businesses, kind of, you know, uh, what's the fucking phrase? Man, They're, man. like, no, it's not, no, it's not that, like, oh, it's, it, like, that, like, they have their own like rights to serve who they do and don't want to the whole kind of like Christian Baker case was a massive one. I can't think of the phrase. Yeah. The point is that well, they have that, like they have the right to refuse service to whoever they want to. I thought that you guys were supposed to be in favor of that. So if a play, so if, you know, an airline says, Hey, you can't come onto this uh, plane. If you don't have your vaccine, I thought that you guys were supposed to be in favor of that. Well, see, that's because you hear the fake news. Nobody likes that. And you're going to hear that's the thing. That's a problem with our media. It's bought and sold by the people that, you know, buy all the advertising for big pharma. Like, that's the problem in your country. They don't have big pharma ads. But here, every literally every other commercial is a commercial for another drug. Lunesta, depression, sleeping medicine, a boner medication, heart disease medicine. I mean, literally every freaking commercial. So when you look at that, that is controlling the, the media and the narrative in the media. And that's why CNN has the constant death scroller because it's called trauma-based mind control. And I know that sounds crazy. I'm the conspiracy guy, whatever. But what, what it is, when you repeat, when you repeat that narrative, that doom and gloom, it gives you the impression globally that yes, we want to be able to have a vaccine passport to fly on Delta Airlines, but that's the farthest thing from the truth. Nobody actually wants this unless the people that are vaccinated. Now there are people that are vaccinated, but it's kind of the idea of like, you got the shot, you're in the club, you're exclusive. It's the identity politics. That's the, the problem. It's going back to not the health thing. It's a political issue, at least here in America. And so if you hear on the, on the media that we want vaccine mandates to go to the grocery store, no, that's one person on CNN saying that. That's the, but that is really where we're at um, in America, where the divide is, is are these mandates, you know, to, to go to school, mandates to, to fly. That is going to be, I think, you know, the biggest issue facing our country in the next uh, the next year for sure.
Yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm I'm not going to defend anybody in mainstream media at all. I don't watch it. I don't care about it. I, it's, it's yeah. Anyway, um, I, I mean, like, I, I I guess one of the things that I can kind of respond to there, but only because like I kind of like agreed with some of what you said. Um, I mean, just bring in Medicare for all in the United States then and make it free like it is here. They should I, like a hundred percent. I agree. As yeah, as I've just said, you know, I, I've like said it a number of times. I'm fully vaccinated. There's my vaccine passport. Um, I didn't Steven, have to pay for the, it. But Steven, see, that's but, but, the problem. But, but you see, like what I'm saying is, if it's if it's if it's costing you, you know what I mean. Like if you guys are like being like charged for it, or like maybe not like right now, but like through taxes or whatever, like uh, you know, in the future, yeah, make fucking make it free. Make it as easily accessible as you can. Yeah, well, that we are paying for. It. Yeah, the government's paying for it, and actually, yeah, Pfizer. Shit. Yeah, Pfizer reported their best quarter ever uh, this past year. So I, I'm just telling you, it's the the pharmaceutical industrial complex is real. Now, um, I, I I'm telling you, if this vaccine had been out for ten years or something, it's like the measles. When you get the measles vaccine, you don't get the measles again. When you get the chickenpox vaccine, you don't get the. So you call this a vaccine, yet you can still spread it. So I don't necessarily. Maybe when they get a vaccine that's legit, and and, and I, I will never take a vaccine ever. I'm just saying. But maybe, maybe when you and I in ten years or whatever, maybe they will have a vaccine that doesn't spread it. Then, oh, actually, never can you mandate it. But that might make sense. But the idea that we're this is my, this is my problem is the timeline. That's my point I'm trying to make, dude. It is so fast. It is it, it, it is a business model. It's the same reason that one of the biggest reservation companies is called Open Table. Like if you want to get a reservation at a restaurant, now what they're doing is that their biggest uh, their newest business model is to put in the vaccine passport. So when you go there, you can already put in your vaccine credentials so that you don't even have to deal you know deal with it when you go to these nice restaurants. So that is the future. It is literally medical tyranny in order to get a shot in your arm to participate in society is wrong and even your logic that your vaccine that you're protected from uh, severe effects then you're fine then take your vaccine and leave us anti leave us unvaccinated alone that's all i'm asking I mean, yeah, it's 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 just it's just kind of weird the way that you're kind of saying that like you know it's okay that people don't get like vaccinated because i mean like you're like kind of unironically saying give me liberty or give me death it's kind of i don't know it's just kind of coming across as a little bit weird um i mean it well, can't, well, like, well life the, is risky vaccine- well, well life is yeah. risky i'm saying here in, in america too we have horrible gun violence and well, actually looking at the gun violence a lot of it's suicides too but i'm saying you know it's not safe here in America where I mean, I'm in a nice neighborhood in Dallas, but there's people that die of gunshots. We have a horrible fentanyl and opiate problem. I've had multiple friends. I'm not saying this uh, uh, facetiously. I've had multiple friends die of fentanyl, opiate overdoses. I don't see, they don't give us free mental rehab. As a matter of fact, uh, I'm in the bail bond business. What they do is they have a real punitive private prison industry where we put people that are on drugs, uh, you know, in jail. So, Listen, we have a lot of fish to fry here in America. And the fact that it's all focused on a vaccine, it goes back to the Hegelian dialectic problem, reaction, solution. Big Pharma always wanted you to take the flu shot. They've been doing this for years and now they finally got their teeth dug in us. And now they got you taking the vaccine you without the FDA approval. And now they got boosters every six months. So here in America, these for-profit businesses, this isn't a non-profit business. Pfizer is a for-profit business. They are going to never ending have a government subsidized uh, vaccine program, but yet the same person that has a drug problem can't go to free uh, uh, mental health clinic. 
A person that's a diabetic doesn't get free diabetes medicine. A person that has heart disease doesn't get a free, uh, you know, heart transplant or, you know, heart bypass. That's not how it works. We don't get anything free. The only thing you get free is a vaccine and that should be an alarm in itself. Yeah. I mean, like the like second half of that, I completely fucking agree with. That was just an ad for like why you should have free healthcare. Uh, what are the last things that you said in the, in the like, well, in the last time that you I, spoke? I think- Oh, sorry, sorry, go ahead. I thought you were telling me myself. Was um, I mean, the vaccine can't be out for 10 years. I mean, like, kind of like obviously because COVID hasn't been out for 10 years. But it, like, so COVID is a variation of this of the SARS virus, which people have been studying for more than a decade. So this didn't just kind of like pop out of absolutely like nowhere. Uh, like it was, you know, you, you know what I mean? Like it was, yeah, this this like stuff has been studied for quite a long time. Um but like, I don't, I don't, I don't really kind of like know where to kind of go with it. I mean, one of the things that you had said was um, that the vaccine isn't hundred percent effective. Yeah. But like it was never claimed to be hundred percent effective. In fact, the, 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 like most of it was said for a little while was uh, that it was going to be 80% effective and it's actually not, it's actually higher than that. It's like, what is it? 93. 293 possibly 95 i've heard somewhere depending on the like actual uh uh brand of the vaccine that you get the the point is it was never claimed to be 100 percent effective we already knew what the like effects of the vaccine was going to do that it was going to make um your symptoms if you do get COVID after because of course there are breakthrough cases although they are incredibly rare um th- that like your symptoms were going to be much much less that you won't have to ha- have to be um hospitalized uh this this is just I, I don't know I don't really know where to well, you can kind of respond to that I guess here, here I, okay so I want to respond because you're just saying that you're less likely to get it let me do one screen share uh, uh, this is in Israel the most vaccinated country in the world is Israel and right now they're having the worst sprout of COVID they've had so far so COVID cases are rising in highly vaccinated Israel but it doesn't mean Australia should give up and live with the virus so I don't even care about this whatever they're, they're talking about that I'm just saying Israel has one of the highest COVID vaccination rates in the world having fully vaccinated 78% of people 12 years and older. Many people are surprised at the country's resurgence of COVID cases since restrictions were lifted in June. Israel's vaccination rate is similar to Australia's, uh, you know, start relaxing the program. So what I'm saying is Israel, in one of the most vaccinated countries in the world, is having their biggest surge so far of the pandemic. So it's clear that these vaccines don't work and that they might actually be causing the vaccine resistance uh, uh, strands of the virus that's causing all the issues because you say there's no long-term testing. Yeah, maybe they've been studying SARS and maybe they've done a, a mRNA, mRNA vaccine, you know, in testing or whatever, but we don't know. They, they haven't had, we haven't had 10 years of data on that. And you say they've been doing it for 10 years, but this is different. This is a, they're trying to, let's say there's 7 billion people on earth. They literally want to give this to 7 billion people. And it goes back to the almonds. If you gave 7 billion people, every single one of them, an almond or made all of them eat a peanut, somebody would die. So these people don't care. They know people are going to die and they still think they're doing the right thing. So like I said, even the places that are most vaccinated have high cases. So the vaccine doesn't even work. So how can you mandate something that doesn't work that's what that's really where you lose me you know even if it worked if, if there are stats and they can show me fake stats even the the stats they give us it shows that it's not working yeah so um i don't 
100% know this. I would only kind of wager to guess that uh, the reason why uh, COVID cases in Israel and in other countries are like starting to kind of go up is because of different variants. It's because of the Delta variant, because the vaccine is less effective against the Delta variant. And the reason that that is happening is because people who were not socially distancing, who are not wearing masks, who are not staying inside, who are breaking all of the COVID uh, uh, rules, who are not getting vaccinated now, that they are going out and they are spreading. And, and as, as we know, when a virus travels from person to person to person, eventually it will it will um, mutate. And that is what is happening now with the, with the Delta variant. And the Delta variant is more severe than the original variant of, um, of COVID. And the uh, newest one after that, which name is again escaping me, is even more deadly than the Delta Lambda variant. So the like more that. the more variants of COVID that we get, the more deadly that it is going to be, which means that the, the uh, cases are going to shoot up and that the um, death rates are also going to shoot up. So the 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 argument goes, goes back to my position of make sure or try to get absolutely everybody that it is not risk averse to get them vaccinated to stop the spread of the of the of of covid anyway but also to stop the amount to stop the the different variants of this coming out so that people don't die you and i are aligned on that we don't want people to die we don't want all these cases to to uh, to go up so it should be pretty obvious to come to my position to make sure that everybody is vaccinated so that this doesn't happen but you even say you said it. You just said it doesn't stop the spread, and then now you're saying it stops the spread. So which one is it? Does it the significantly vaccine- it significantly reduces the spread. The spread. See, of, I disagree. So in Israel, the, the places amount- that are most highly vaccinated are the ones that are having the rise in cases. So yeah, I don't, because I don't they're vaccinated against the original version, but not against the Delta variant. Because there yeah, is but that's no what I'm saying. Delta because variant. that's why you well, need that- boosters. Exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. The vaccine creates vaccine resistant strands because everybody's vaccinated. That's why the Delta was able to survive. That's the only thing that makes sense. That's the only. And so this is the first virus that's getting stronger. Viruses usually get weaker. So I'm not saying this escaped from a lab. I don't it's know how, it, you know, it's because but, but, it mutated. Yeah, but viruses don't mutate stronger. They mutate weaker. That's and that's naturally known. Viruses mutate weaker. They don't mutate stronger. That's a fact. In history, normally, I mean, you can look that up. Mutate, mutations of viruses usually get weaker. It's a common scientific uh, analysis to say. Yeah, okay. So I I, I don't, uh, I'm, I'm not going to say that you're necessarily wrong there only because I don't, like, I don't, I don't say things that I'm not 100% uh, sure of, but that just doesn't sound correct to me that vaccines mutate weaker, not stronger. This is, well, that just that, doesn't that, really kind of hit me right. Well, that's why they're well, trying to make a gain of function. They, that's what they were trying to create in the lab, supposedly. That's what Fauci, that's just what they say, that, that that's what they're doing testing, is that they're trying to make a virus that gets stronger as it goes on. And so, you know, in the history of viruses, maybe there is a virus that can't get stronger. Maybe this is that one, you know, uh, caveat or that one uh, one that can do it. But generally, I, I'm pretty sure, 95% sure, viruses mutate weaker. They don't mutate stronger because people get antibodies, people get, uh, whatever natural immunity to it, but when you throw in the synthetic, you throw in the the like the vaccine, it's going to create new strands. And I just look at the stats. Look at the places that are most vaccinated, and their cases are going up. So it doesn't stop the spread. So if I go to a game and I'm sitting, I'm unvaccinated, and you're vaccinated, we spread it just the same. So we should be able to sit next to you. We both should be able to go. You're protected if you get if you get the virus. I'm not. That's my risk. I should be able to choose. I mean, do you, do you believe in like, uh, you know, being able to ride a motorcycle? Do you believe in, in you know, how much do you believe in some personal liberties uh, at least? 
Yeah, of course. Like I you're do. smoking. But again, this is okay. this is what okay. I. Well, what I'm yeah, saying but is, I mean, like this is, but this gets back. Like, I like know that you were going to bring up the whole thing that I'm like smoking. Yeah, this is this is what I'm saying though. It is the difference between personal health and collective health. It is my personal. So, okay, here's the thing: if you go to a, a doctor, right? If if you go to a doctor and the doctor tells you if you smoke, it is going to cause you negative health uh, effects, right? And then you're walking out and you catch that same doctor on a smoke break, and he has. His, uh, it doesn't make the advice or the statement any less true. It just means that he himself is is taking that personal risk to, you know, negatively impact his own health. The point is, if you go on a motorcycle, right, there are like obviously massive kind of health risks to that. You could crash because you don't have any kind of metal around you. There's a significant chance that you could, you know, like injure yourself, if not die. That is a risk that you take every single time that you get on a uh, on a um, a um, motorbike the point is that that is just your personal health that you're impacting in the vast majority of of uh, cases i'm sure that you can pull up something that says well no this guy who was on a motorcycle and he crashed and then he i don't know he, he like rough and tumbled and then he knocked over an, an older lady and she died right i'm sure that, that you could could do that but in the vast overwhelming majority of the uh, the cases if a person on a, a bike crashes it's usually only his personal health that is being impacted but that is not the case with covid so if you are vaccinated against covid the the potential for you to spread it because that only happens if you actually get COVID, which you are 95% like chance that you're not going to. So it's only in that 5% chance if you do get, get, get um, COVID that you then can spread it to someone else. That's the, like that's the difference. It's a significantly reduced chance of you spreading it to someone else if you are vaccinated versus unvaccinated. Well, I'm just saying there's a lot of stuff saying that, you know, there's tons of breakthrough cases and the number you said 95% effective. I've, I've heard numbers of 66. I've heard 33. I've heard it wanes after six months or you have no protection after six months. So listen, I don't know what the numbers are, but I just know that it's, you're hearing so much information. You're hearing information from the CDC, this, you're hearing Fauci, this, you're hearing this has emergency youth authorization. This is FDA approved. Johnson and Johnson is, there's so much mangled uh, uh, garbage. You're, like what I'm saying, it, it's so dispersed and it's not uniform enough right now. It is not. An, and I'm not saying there should ever be a mandate, but this right now we are in an actual clusterfuck. This is not a uniform medicine where you can prescribe it to 7 billion people. And that's exactly what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it so I can't go on an airplane. I can't go to a Las Vegas Raiders football game. This is how dumb it is. The, the Las Vegas Raiders, they have it now. You have to be vaccinated against COVID-19. But if you're not vaccinated, you can get the shot there at the stadium and go into the game, knowing that the shot doesn't even give you a protection for two weeks. So it's not about health. You don't care. You're, those people can still spread it the same as an unvaccinated person because the vaccine doesn't even work. So what is going on, it's illogical. The idea here in America is they, they got to, you know, they make you wear a mask to go to the grocery store. Well, let me tell you something. If a pair of jeans can't stop a fart, then a cloth mask can't stop a deadly virus. It's just it, you look at what a virologist wears. They wear 12 layers. That's not an, if there's, you know, this deadly virus, let's just be real. That's not going to actually protect you. I mean, and, and I believe that there's a high, there's a high possibility of bacterial pneumonia. I think you could argue that a mouth is, is an exhaust and that, you know, wearing a mask over and over is actually uh, bad for your health. And, and, you know, you can dispute that, but I think that to be the case. And so these mask mandates were just the, 
They were the beta testing for the vaccine mandates. And that's the thing is it's going to be constant boosters. They're going to, they're going to totally take away all of our ability to travel. Even they're already talking about going state to state, you know, going from Texas to Louisiana without a vaccine, proper vaccination for the flu, for a virus that is a 99.9% survival rate. If you're under the age of, I think, 74 years old. And on top of that, I believe the average age for a coronavirus death is 81 years old. The average age for all-cause morbidity is 78 years old. So you actually live three years longer if you're to die of the coronavirus. So you know what? I, I Saying that, I hope that I die of the coronavirus and live till I'm 81 one day. I'd, I'd be lucky. Yeah, look, the whole thing about the, like, COVID having, um, yeah, the, the like, massive uh, chance of survival. Yeah, that's COVID. Like, okay, so, oh God, this is going to take so long to kind of go over. It's, Okay. COVID kind of affects you as this in in the for the sake of an analogy, it kind of affects you in the same way that age does, right? So age doesn't necessarily kill you, but age will will kind of like eventually it will, you know, it will cause certain things in your body to kind of, you know, like break down or react slower, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So if you already have something like um asthma and you get COVID, that's pretty much a fucking death sentence because like asthma is a respiratory, um, you know, uh, illness and COVID is a respiratory disease. So if you already have a weakened respiratory system and then get attacked by specifically a respiratory disease, your chances of dying skyrocket in the same sense as I can't even think of an example off the top of my head quick enough. So we'll just move on. The point it like it, it's, it's, COVID on it on its on its own doesn't doesn't like necessarily kill you like to you know, the um to the kind of large extent that uh, the um, amount of COVID deaths have I'm losing my fucking words. So I, I know yeah. what you're saying, but this is what yeah. this is my this is my point. You're right. You know, people that are susceptible and older are more vulnerable to a respiratory illness. People die of pneumonia, this and that. But this is the problem with me is they even say the CDC says of the whatever 600,000 coronavirus deaths on average, they had 3.7 comorbidities. So does that mean they died from COVID or does that mean they died with COVID? Because, listen, if you're yeah, 500 okay. pounds. If you're 500 pounds and you can't breathe that well already and you get COVID, mm -hmm. that's a death sentence. I agree. I think you don't know, have a respiratory illness when you're heavily. And that's another thing. You got to look at the, you look at the breakdown of the people that died. I think, I believe, I believe, don't quote me on this. It's over 70% were considered obese uh, of, the, of the people that died. And I think all of them, I think, I think it's like 99% of the people that died from COVID virus, say, you know, quote me on this, look this up, have low vitamin D. So I'm just saying Fat people that don't go out in the sun and don't exercise at all, dying uh, is not uncommon here in the United States. There's 600,000 deaths with heart disease. So these people are vulnerable. If they want to get their emergency shot or whatever, you notice you look on Instagram, everybody that takes a selfie with their vaccine card is about 300 pounds. And not everybody, but you look at a lot of the people that because that's a way that you don't have to lose weight to look healthy. All you have to do is you can be 500 pounds, but you take a selfie with your vaccine card and all of a sudden now you look like a beacon of health because here in America, if you bring your vaccine card to Krispy Kreme, you get two free donuts. Uh, so that's 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 all you got to know is they don't care about your health. They care about keeping you fat, dumb and slow. And that's what they're that's what they're doing right now here. I want to show I just want to screen share this. Uh, this is this my last screen share of the night. Uh, but this is this is how much they care about your health here in America is the number one donut uh, franchise. Krispy Kreme is now giving vaccinated customers two free donuts. I don't know if you can read that, if you can see that. 
maybe mm-hmm. I'll make myself smaller. But yeah, so this is this is all about when they when they're giving you free healthcare, when they're bribing you, they're giving you a hundred dollars, they're giving you free French fries, they're giving you free tacos to get this vaccine. It just seems like an insult to anybody that has like. Uh, a little bit of uh, integrity. I mean, you're just going to literally sell out for two donuts. That's what they think about us. That's how smart they think we are. That's a good indication of how they treat us uh, as a population. Because it's it, that's the last thing. You got to remember, government is a management control system. They want to be able to manage and control us. So they're going to constantly repeat the narrative. It's safe and effective, even though they know that some people are going to have an allergic reaction. It's the same idea of the death penalty, putting somebody to death that was innocent. So because of that, because of that caveat, I say there shouldn't be one innocent person that dies from a vaccine that they had to get to fly on a plane or to work at, you know, the Amazon warehouse delivery guy. Yeah. So, okay. It was, it was, yeah, it was, um, it was something that you kind of said at the start of that, you know, about like the like whole deaths, like from COVID and deaths with COVID. So the amount of people that die every year from things like heart disease, from things like, uh, you know, like asthma from, from like, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, the list goes on. That is cataloged and it is recorded and it is also predicted uh, so if you go back to like if if we could get in a time machine, go back to 2015, there would be the you know predicted amount of people that would die in 2016 and in 2017 from things like heart disease, from things like asthma, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That was also done the end, the like middle of 2019. So it was predicted that X amount of people were going to die from all of these things in 2020. If you look at the amount of things that like people have uh, died from in 2020, because like obviously COVID was you know massive then, the numbers have like have dramatically increased. And if you look at then the uh, the you know recorded deaths from COVID, those those numbers like they like add up exactly like well not exactly obviously there's going to be a little bit of of uh, variation but it is within the margin of of uh, error those numbers from covid exactly match up again exactly match up with the amount with the like excess amount of deaths from these these uh, things so yeah it's not necessarily that like covid is like if you get covid that that is specifically what is killing you but like the things that COVID does to your body, even, even if you are like, like, so I don't have asthma. I don't have like high blood pressure. I don't have like heart disease, any, any of those things, but I was a smoker. I'm now vaping, but I was a smoker for a long time. If I had a got COVID, I was maybe not like fucked to the extent that like, you know, that other people were, but I was probably going to be in hospital on a ventilator. I was going to be very, very ill. The point is, if you have any of these things that COVID massively hits, that's what's causing the deaths. It's not specifically COVID itself, but COVID is response. So if that person didn't get COVID, would they still be alive? Quite possibly. There was going to be an, an amount of people every year that are going to die from these things. But if they hadn't got COVID, would they still be alive? Most probably yes. And that's why these deaths are, are uh, classed as COVID-related deaths. Well, I can see, I, you know, and, and I can see that, you know, if you are, you have these pre-existing conditions, 
but that's where it goes back to like personal responsibilities. Those people chose to eat hamburgers. I'm not against it. You know, I love, I, I don't eat meat, but I'm saying, you know, I love to party, eat pizza. Everybody should be able to go to the buffet. Uh, but I'm saying those are personal choices that made them more susceptible to this virus. Now I get it, dude. It, listen, I like this. I like this argument. They always say it's like the vaccine is like a seatbelt. It doesn't stop you from getting an accident, but it just makes sure you don't die. You don't get messed up as much, but see, that's the, that's, that's my whole point. I'll even give you that. So I'm choosing, so it shouldn't be mandated. I'm taking my own risk. And in this is, this is, I have to do the last, I know I said this is my last screen share, but Spiro uh, sent me this and this is one of the best, uh, this is that bombshell study I was looking at. This is the last time I'll share actually. This is, this is out of Israel. This is the study I was looking for. Bombshell study finds natural immunity superior to vaccination. If the findings are confirmed, the implications of COVID policy uh, will be profound. A major study conducted by Israel researchers into natural immunity has found that immunity acquired the infection from COVID-19 is superior to the immunity from the Pfizer vaccine. So this goes back to, this is the, this is the perfect idea. The vaccine here in America, we have a, a, uh, Am I sharing? Oh, did you did you see this? Oh, oh shoot! I just sorry, sorry. This is it. This is the last thing I want to show. Bombshell study finds natural immunity superior to vaccination. A major study conducted by Israeli researchers into natural immunity has found that uh, the immunity acquired via infection from COVID nineteen is superior to that of the Pfizer vaccine. So. I'm just saying this is the flu. Yes, it's going to kill some people. But I had a friend in college that got SARS and got really messed up from SARS. And this is in this is in 2012. He was on a ventilator. He almost died. There are respiratory illnesses. People are going to die. It sucks. I just had a dog we had to put to sleep. And I'm not I'm not, you know, I'm saying I'm not saying a human and dog are the same. But that's part of life. People are going to die. So a virus that's killing elderly people <laughs> in nursing homes shouldn't dictate whether I need to wear a mask or take a vaccination to buy a banana at the grocery store when I'm healthy and I'm willing to take my risk. And I get it. You know, it's like that cigarette thing here in America. They outlawed smoking in bars because you couldn't spread the lung cancer. But with a vaccine, it's different. You're trying to say, I can't even go and shop at a store. It's different than a bar. This is, you're trying to mandate everything in my life. Now, if you mandated, you can't go to a vaccine. Like you said, a business wants to actually regulate it. You know, certain business that's I'll even give it that a business can can do that. But the idea that a government or that, you know, I can't go on a plane or I can't travel internationally because I don't want to take a, a vaccine that is not even FDA approved. That is should be illegal. And that violates the Nuremberg Code, which is an international law. And that's where we should stand up. And there's a lot of people standing up. You know, in Ireland, I don't know how the protests are, but people are protesting all over the country. And uh, those people aren't as crazy as you think. There's actually some pretty smart people uh, that are part of those protests. And there's doctors. This is the last thing I want to say that prescribe ivermectin, that prescribe any other uh, sort of treatment other than the vaccine, other than the vaccine. If they say there's any other uh, reasonable cure to the vaccine or, you know, preventative measure, that's literally here in the United States. It's illegal. And there's doctors that have been arrested for doing that. So that should be a big red flag. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, um, I mean, the kind of smoking example that you use uh, in um, pubs, I mean, it, it kind of unironically goes in my favorite though. That's what I'm so, saying. That, that's what I was saying. I'm saying that's the, that's the argument that people use, but that argument is what I'm saying. It's just absurd in my opinion, because it, it different you can go smoke outside you just can't smoke but, in the bar yeah I, are you okay sorry so 
I don't want to put words in your mouth or argue against a position that you don't hold. Are you saying that like you disagree with the findings that if you smoke indoors, that it can like that passive smoking is a thing and can lead to. I'm saying no, no, that could, but, I, but I'm saying they're different. A vaccine. I'm saying a mandatory vaccine and smoke smoking me puffing a cigarette and me just walking in a restaurant is totally different, but they're trying. That's the illogical. That's what they say. Dr. Leanna Wynn, who's like the representative for CNN's number one medical health expert. That's the two comparisons. She says, she says we outlawed smoking in bars and that we have seatbelt laws that don't necessarily protect you from getting an accident, but they protect. That's your argument. That's your side. It's argument. But what I'm saying is that's comparing apples and oranges. Yeah. If I'm blowing a cigarette in your face, that's different than me existing and living. There is, there has to be some sort of risk we take to survive. Like if I go to a bar, I'm might bump into somebody i might touch somebody the, the idea of social distancing and being six feet away and all that none of that actually makes sense it's not actually based in reality um that they can even there's a uh, look at denmark you look at a lot of places that didn't shut down their covid cases are fine and so the idea that social distancing you know prevents the spread of this virus or that uh i'm the same me walking and just breathing is the same as me smoking a cigarette that's you smoking that vape and you not smoking is totally different. It's two different things. And to, to compare them and say they're the same thing is, is idiotic in my opinion. Yeah. I, I mean like, the, okay. So the reason why like places like Denmark didn't kind of shut down in this to the same extent that, I mean, like even Ireland or the, the uh, U S didn't is because they were like heavily obeying the social distancing rules that they, they didn't shut down because their COVID cases were like at a level where the government decided that it was okay to keep businesses open. But I mean, like you, you would, you would kind of ask about like what like Ireland's kind of like stance on the whole like protest and stuff like that is um, Ireland had set out a goal that by uh, the middle of September that, that they were like going to achieve this. They've actually already achieved it. There's 92% of the, the uh, country is um, vaccinated. Uh, it's I, I'm pretty sure it's at least in the top three, it might actually be, I, I I had heard somewhere, I don't know how true this is, it might be um, false, but I had actually heard that we're like number one in the world in in the like, case of like the amount of percentage of the population that is vaccinated. Now I know that Ireland is a tiny fucking country. So, you know, like- Do you have mandates? Do you have mandates, Stephen? Uh, so we have vaccine passports and uh, the like country was shut down for like months on end. But you have to, I'm saying, do you have to use a password? No, I want to hear, I didn't mean to cut you off that, mm -hmm. but I'm saying, like, do you have to have a password to go to shop or to go to, like, the UK if you want to travel to the UK, obviously? Uh, to shop, uh, to shop, no. It's, 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 as far as I know, uh, you don't have to shop. You do have to have, have to wear a mask, so there are mask mandates. Um, uh, if you want to go into a uh, pub, if you want to go into a uh, restaurant, or if you want to travel, yes, you do have to have your COVID pass. Well, so restaurants and uh, pubs, you have to show your proof of vaccination. If you want to travel, you can either show that you have the vaccine passport or when you are leaving the country and then re-entering the uh, country, you have to have a COVID test. See, I, and listen, I, I get it that, you know, you think that that protects you, but I'm telling you, even if you get the virus, you have a 99.9% .9 survival rate. If you're not uh, obese and if you're not over, I think, I believe if you're under the age of 24, it's like a 90, I mean, there's only been like uh, less than a hundred deaths. They even accounted to COVID, I believe, uh, of people under 24. I could be wrong about that, but it's, it's a disease that is, a, and this is the thing. 
Young people aren't necessarily affected by it, but there are young people, they admit that it causes myocarditis, which is heart enlargement in young people. Uh, and that's that's even said, they even put a warning on that. They even suspended the Johnson & Johnson for a little bit because of the myocarditis warning. But they actually say, oh, well, it's going to cause that, but it's only going to cause it in a few people. So it's worth the mitigating risk because at the end of the day, the vaccine is going to protect more people than the few people that were sacrificed. And that's the problem here in America is like we sacrifice soldiers. We, we don't care. We just throw people in the meat grinder here in America. It is uh, like they, they give you that. If you think here in America, it's some, you know, cakewalk and the, and the government cares about us. They don't. We, we should have. I'm not even anti-socialism. I, like I said, I like the socialized medicine. There's some things I think the government should subsidize. But here in America, the only thing they subsidize is the free vaccine, which is a big red flag. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, okay, so I can, I can, I can understand like why they kind of like would because you know, like the government is trying to kind of say that like you know, like this is uh, like a severe thing in the sense that you know that there's been all these shutdowns, there's been all these loss of businesses, there's been all these loss of lives and stuff like that. So I can understand why they're doing it, uh, or like you know why they're making the uh, the uh, vaccine free. Um, yeah, no, I like totally get what you're saying though i think that like it should be expanded to everything that like you know if you have um if you have diabetes that yeah like you shouldn't be spending like what is it like six hundred dollars a like a vial of insulin that's absolutely just insane uh this kind of went into and us agreeing on healthcare and not disagreeing on the mandates though so a bit, uh, point yeah. of agreement you know it's a little bit nice but um yeah, I, I, I don't know. All the, I'm the, saying the, is, there's a point I, of a disagreement I, to respond to there. That's all I'm well, saying. Well, I think we should, I think you should probably take it into the questions and listen, Stephen, take your vaccine, get vaccinated every booster shot. I, you know, like I said, I hope I, government give you to for free. I hope the government subsidizes it. I don't care how much money Pfizer cares. I just don't want to have to take it. I want to have my autonomy. I just don't, I, you can do it. I don't want to do it. You can get a, you can go uh, cut your dick off. You can trans, you can tra transition to a female. You can do anything. I'm saying I'm pro that. I'm not against anything. I, I'm like, want you to have the utmost freedom. I'll even give you a special bathroom to urinate in. I'm willing to do that. But at the end of the day, I want to have my autonomy. So I think we just, you know, I, I think we're at a good point, James, for the questions, but I know you're the moderator, but I feel like we're going back with the same stuff over and over. You got it. We will jump into the Q&A. Stephen, any last thoughts? We'll give you a chance to draw together maybe about 30 seconds, same way Alex just drew together the threads from this debate. Yeah, no, I would I would just kind of say, look, this has been an incredibly healthy debate. Uh, I didn't have to shout at you, which I was, uh, I'm not, not going to lie, I've seen you in past debates. I thought it might have to happen, but I'm glad it didn't. Um, you know, so yeah, like, I, um, yeah, I don't I don't really have anything else to kind of uh, say about the course of the debate. I do, however, James, just, just a small, tiny little request. I am desperate to use the bathroom so if you could ask alex any questions uh, directed towards time. him and i'll be back as soon as i possibly can gladly yeah. and i also have some announcements folks this is interesting if you're in the live chat check this out we currently have a poll up and we have always strived to be a neutral platform and we always thought how can we know for neutral one way is we thought maybe if we have a good dispersion politically speaking such that it's not just politically left or just politically right or even politically moderate. Instead, we have always wanted it to be neutral such that we have roughly equal representation. If you're looking at the poll in the live chat right now, it is fascinating. So I said, learning demographics of our viewers, what way do you lean more politically? Left, politically left, 20%. 
politically right, 25%, so pretty darn close, 21% now for the left, so they're almost neck and neck. Politically middle, also pretty much neck and neck at 23%, and then last option was those three options don't represent me. Really interesting. Those are all of Alex's viewers. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's all right. So my my joy in this, though, my dear friends, is that we've always wanted it to be very fair here. And my hope is this means that people feel welcome. And we want to, folks, let me tell you this. Let me talk to you directly right now. Let me tell you, and I'll even say your names in chat. Raymond11, Vlad Teeps, Emperor of Cats, you name it, all of you in the chat, we hope you feel welcome. We really do appreciate you hanging out here. No matter whether you are politically left, politically right, in the middle, you name it. One of the many strange creatures in between the political left and right, we're glad you're here. So with that, we are going to jump into these questions, which are definitely juicy ones. And I also want to remind you folks that our guests are linked in the description. We have to give a huge thank you, not only to Alex, as we do appreciate you. Alex was willing to take on this topic even though he was actually scheduled to debate vegan gains tonight, which is, don't worry, we're rescheduling that for next week. It's We're still planning on it. It's going to be juicy. But now I'm, like, Real quick, i got to kick you off. I'm a big vegan gains fan, so I was really bummed out when he said, oh, yeah, well, luckily you rescheduled. I thought it was canceled at first, but go ahead. I'm excited. to. Ever since you, you made the debate, I've been watching all his videos, uh, and he has a bunch of juicy stuff. He's, like, gone after a bunch of bodybuilding. He's, he's created a lot of drama, so I'm really excited to debate. He guys. pushes the envelope. He's got a very juicy, fun channel, I have to say. I, I kind of like that. I, I get a kick out of it, but... Long story short, we're, we're trying to schedule that for next week, and so we are looking forward to it. But I want to let you know, not only was Alex flexible, but Stephen was also <laughs> uber flexible. And that Stephen is both. He, he was willing to debate this topic, which he, he was like, wow, it's not a ton of prep time. I'll try. But also, we're so thankful that Stephen right now, do I understand right, that it's 2 in the morning there? Yeah, two two uh, two fifteen. yeah. Oh, my. So, Stephen, thanks so much for staying up late with us. You, my dear no friends, I, I am so thankful that we're all here right now, live viewers. And it's always fun. Everything live is just a little bit more exciting. And don't get me wrong, it's fun when it's not live, but it's kind of like music or sports or classes. When it's live, it's just a little bit more engaging. So let's jump into those engaging questions. This one coming in from, you named it, 188 Telling says, Thanks, Modern Day Debate. I'm sure this is going to be amazing. There's no doubt about that. It certainly has been amazing, and I am really excited, so thanks so much. Amazing. This, this one coming in from Steven Steen says, Jab me, Daddy. Jab me so good. Okay, enjoy <laughs> prison, Steven. The nasty guy. He also says, Boost me, baby. Okay. Boy, oh boy. We also have 1888, I'm telling, saying, Is Cider a fan of tiny hats? Uh, I I feel like that like should that, be a euphemism for something, but I don't get it. So anti, no. yeah, I, I think that's anti-Semitic. I think that is. Is it yeah, really? Is, yeah. Okay, oh, I did that, not that, know that. So one well. idiot. I'm telling seriously. If that is anti-Semitic, we're gonna have to block you. So I'm. I'm I don't know. You. I, I, what, what was the name of the person? So, what was the name? Anything. One uh, idiot. I'm telling. But I want to let you know. That Both. sounds like that sounds like a troll. That was a that's I mean, I'm not Same I, rule. that wasn't one of my audience. I have to promise you that. I Same mean, maybe, rule. I don't think so. 
folks, if there's any sort of hate speech, we've always had this rule. We've got to block you without warning. We follow the terms of service, and you're like, oh, you're so loyal to YouTube. It's like, well, YouTube has helped us grow. I mean, they recommend our videos like crazy. And so, yeah, we follow the terms of service because we don't want to cut, you could say, the metaphorical branch of our channel growth. We don't want to cut that branch on which we're sitting on. By, James, you, know, you don't basically... want to be racist. That's all you have to say. Everybody knows that. We don't want to say mean stuff about very different races. Next up, right? Stephen Steen, thanks very much <laughs> for your nasty question. Says all of them, 1888, I'm telling all of them. Oh, they say, because that was in response to their question, which was how many booster shots you working to take over there, Stephen Steen? Stephen Steen wants as many as he can get. And the Batman says, I'm offended by Alex and other speakers, and you can host them, but you should censor their harmful language or ideas. I'm a little bit skeptical because usually I feel like you agree with Alex. But if I remember, <laughs> if you're the same person, uh, but if in case people you're change, serious, people get hot and cold with me, James. They might agree with me one minute and then they hate me on something next. You never know. Yeah. In case I was just going to say, was that the Batman or Mr. Batman? Because no, no, like. No, not Mr. Batman. It's All right, okay. Not, I was just going to say Batman. that did not sound like it. <laughs> I do want to let you know, folks, though. Hey, I already explained it. We let people on here, sometimes who are offensive or controversial or, you know, according to some, they have problematic views, which I, to be honest, I think when people use the word problematic, they usually sound like some sort of pencil pusher. But the idea is if you think they're dangerous ideas or you think they're offensive, is our goal is, hey, we're on a rescue mission. We want those people, we want their viewers, if they really have dangerous ideas, we want their viewers to be exposed to refutations of the dangerous ideas. And you, my dear friends, you, this, well, this one, they say um, you should censor their harmful language or ideas. Well, do you think that our goal of getting them to come on here so that we can have their allegedly dangerous ideas exposed, do you think that our goal is going to work if we censor them when they get on if we censor them, they don't feel like they have any autonomy. They don't come on. And that's, by the way, that's actually very grounded in theory. I could talk about that. But nonetheless, illiterate, no vax, says mass noncompliance. And they say mass noncompliance is the only way to end this. They won't stop until we stop complying. Well, that's for me. I agree. I mean, sadly, it, it, until we refuse it, it's like uh, in Paris, you can look it up. Uh, there, All the people are eating outside of the restaurant. Hold on, let me show you this. Paris eating outside of vaccine restaurant. Look at this. This, this video is, is crazy. Uh, shoot, where is it? Uh, Paris eating outside. They're having a picnic. Well, in Paris, you can look it up. The people uh, went outside and had a picnic outside of all the, the mandated vaccine places. So that's the only way that we're going to send the message is if you do the civil disobedience, not wear the mask, go against it. Because a lot of people are just going to go with the flow uh, because they don't they don't care or they just want to, they don't even want to think. And that's the problem is a lot of people just don't even want to think for themselves. Gotcha. And thank you very much for this question. Illiterate no vax says mass non. No, no, we got that one. Contrarian four twenty says, "What's the LD fifty of the vaccines? Why can't I find this basic piece of important data?" Was that for uh, me? I didn't hear. What was I it? think it's for Stephen. Okay. Yeah, I was just going to say I'm not. Um, did LBP? Is that what it was? They said the LD fifty. LD fifty. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I. I'm, I'm not 100% familiar with what you're talking about, uh, so I I can't um, I can't comment intelligently about it, unfortunately. Hey, 
Okay, let me get one last screen share. I know I keep on saying this, but I want to show this. This is this goes to the, the disobedience. Uh, uh, this is what we got to do. So this is in Paris outside of the vaccine mandate places. All the people went there and they decided to just, just you know, all the restaurants there, you have to have a vaccine passport. So this is the civil disobedience to show them all these people went and, uh, you know, had a picnic out instead of eating at the restaurants. Now, I know this is kind of rude. These restaurants, you know, probably their business is hurting, but this is the type of message you have to send to people because uh, if you don't do this sort of mass civil disobedience, and we're, I mean, we're screwed. Nobody's ever going to uh, stand up for themselves. And we're, we're, we're just literally screwed. Literally screwed. Okay, thank you very much for that one. This one coming You're from- literally injected. What are you going to call it? You literally have to have a needle in your arm every six months for the rest of your life. Tranquilo, thanks for your question. It says, line up both of these bayos against the wall. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so you can't. Talk about murdering people. Well, seriously. They're talking about they're going to murder both of us. We're both baited. And we're both dying. Because that probably because we like socialized medicine. Yeah. Uh, we're both fucked, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> this one coming in from Brian Williamson says, Virus has evolved to become less deadly because the more deadly strains kill the host and end transmission. That's probably why, what I was trying to quote. But I don't know if that's necessarily true either. Yeah, I, I don't... Um... Well, I don't necessarily disagree that that has like been the case. However, all of the like evidence that uh, and the like data that is there on COVID is that the more that the virus spreads and the more that it uh, mutates, it, it, it is causing deadlier um, variants of COVID. That's I mean, like you. That's I'm just present like I'm not presenting my opinion there. I'm presenting the the like the findings, the evidence, and the data from the science. So I mean, you can disagree with it if you want to. That's totally up to you. Uh, you know, I mean, like of of course, that's a personal freedom. There are people out there who think that the Earth is flat and that it's only like six thousand years old. You can well, that's well, that's can, one thing. You that, can disagree with the science if you want to. That a debate for a different day but one thing that's that's the that's the whole point though is that uh, for me it's like you can disagree with it but i believe the vaccine causes the vaccine resistant variants like that that's personally what I, i'm just saying when i look at it and i look at the delta variant the delta variant didn't rise until the vaccine became prevalent so for me you can say that it's this new thing that just came out of nowhere that came from india personally just from the same data that you're looking at I would conclude that that is a vaccine resistant strand that came from people being vaccinated and still being able to spread a virus that, you know, obviously the vaccine killed the version that they had. So it's being able to spread this new mutated version. And so their vaccine is actually causing it, in my opinion. You got it. And yes, for all of the people, though, who the continual pressure is like sometimes I see it chat. And by the way, sometimes I pardon me, both Stephen and Alex, I'll make this so fast. But I have to say, sometimes when people say, oh, that, you know, the modern day debate, chat is toxic it's so toxic well first of all i'm like well that it's like really i say that i say that and it's not that toxic but i just kind of say that to be extra precautious as i always say are you really going to generalize that much because i agree it's like sometimes we have a person wander in and they say something nasty and we got to ban them but i have to say most of the people are actually tremendous and the other thing is this i wonder oftentimes i think that toxic means they disagree with me. A hundred percent. That's right. Yeah. Well, I, well, well let, let me debate you, James. I'm saying I always say the chat's toxic. It's really not that toxic because I'm always going against the, the majority of the people. So that's why it feels toxic. So that's probably why when I say that, it's because I'm usually most everybody's disagreeing with me. So is he, it's not even that they're necessarily rude, um, you know, but it's just that constant like, oh, this guy's an idiot. This guy's dumb. Da, da, da. It kind of feels toxic as a debater, but it's not really toxic in the mods handle it very professionally. 
I think, uh, well, I appreciate that. But yeah, my thought is whether a person be like, it's usually the extreme political, either left or right. It's usually the extremists who will say, oh, that's, that's a toxic. And it's like, well, by toxic, you mean there are people in the chat that disagree with you and you don't want them to be able to express that because in your own live chats, you ban all of those people. Like, I'm, I'm serious. I've seen a lot of live chats, folks. I've seen a lot of people feel like they have to walk on eggshells because if they disagree or if they say something, they just get banned. I, I remember somebody told me, I'm not going to name, I'm not going to name the channel. It's, I'll tell you, it's a popular channel though, and it's a lot like us. Is someone said that one time in the live chat, someone commented and said that one of the debaters, they said that that guest looks sleepy. They look like they're bored. <laughs> Boom, banned. That's it. They're like, oh my goodness, they just crossed the line. So I mean, if you you could say that Alex looks sleepy here, that's fair game. Yeah, but. Next up, thanks very much for your question. This one coming in from a long story short says, no, 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 we got that. Brian Williamson says, if you have asthma and you get the flu and die, that's asthma death. If you have asthma and die of COVID, that's a COVID death. See the hypocrisy? Is that true, Stephen? Um, I don't necessarily know that like the flu would kind of uh, like impact your health to the same degree that COVID would. Like it might hit you a little bit harder. Like you might be like, you know, you, you might be, uh, on bed rest for like an extra day or two if you get the flu and you have asthma um but yeah like covid it just it just hits you like like a like a truck and you're 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 like yeah you're in hospital you're on a ventilator if you get the flu you're not going to be on in um hospital for it so it's it's yeah it's it's just a lot more dead like more deadly if you have covid or if you get covid and you have asthma well, speaking of the flu, the flu is like non-existent now, which I think is a little fishy, if you don't mind me saying. Well, I mean, yeah, because social distancing and masks work. <clears throat> but see, you actually believe the flu is went away? See, I just believe that, you know, we have PCR tests. That they even say if they run it 40 cycles, it's always going to have a false positive. Kerry Mullis, the inventor of it, you can actually look at footage of him saying that it is not sufficient in diagnosing an illness, yet they use it for the HIV test. They've been using the, the PCR test for a while. And now that they've actually uh, thrown away the test, now I think in a few months you can't even use the PCR test legally. So that's the problem is like you got all these bunk PCR tests and those are probably people that just had the flu and didn't actually have the severity of the actual, you know, COVID-19. You got it, man. Thank you very much. This one coming in from Patrick Lowinger. Am I saying it right? Let me know. Patrick says, Alex, didn't the Israeli study actually state that natural infection plus a single dose of Pfizer vaccine provides greater immunity why did you misrepresent the findings that's not what it said that's not what it said it said the unvaccinated with COVID-19 it didn't say with one shot go back and read it this one in from thanks so much from the old twitch chat folks if you didn't know we're live on twitch every time we're live on YouTube both of are actually live Brooke Chavis this came from twitch chat thank you very much for your question says Alex, if you don't want to get it, then don't make videos telling people not to get it. You should, you, what is it? You should like a transphobe and trans women's abortion rights also, right? Oh, they're saying you should, you should like I'm pro-transphobe. I think people should be able to transition. I'm fine with that. I don't, I don't even care if they, if you're in the military, the government can pay for it. I don't care. Uh, uh, but hey, dude. 
I don't even want to come across as telling people what to do. I don't. If that woman says that. Yeah, I have videos that are. Yeah, I guess you could consider anti. Uh, but at the end of the day, people are going to get it. I know people that I work with that hear me say all day talk. You know, they hear all the bad things I say about it. They're still going to get it. So no amount of evidence can convince an idiot. So it's not my job. My job is not to dictate whether people get the vaccine. Now I want to actually give my personal experience of what I think, and people can use my opinion. But if you want to go get the vaccine. Go get the vaccine. I think Uber will give you a free ride there if you download the Uber app. I just wanted to say just like very, very, very quickly. There's like, so I have your live chat kind of on like on a separate monitor. I'm kind of like glancing every, every kind of now and again, there's someone in live chat. I can't think of his username because it's it's, uh, after school and pass, but he keeps like typing into chat every time that I start rocking on my chair. Look, I know I may be 26, but I'm a fucking old man. I love my rocking chair. I don't care. What's wrong with rocking right, in the just, chair? I just wanted to Wait, point that said, out. I didn't so even sorry. notice that. <laughs> said, I, mean, I mean, you're banned. I'm kidding. I'm not going to ban him, but uh, who cares? <laughs> rocking in a chair. I, I rock the whole time, I guess. But is it a rocking chair? Are you in a rocking yeah, chair? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah a, it's a rocking chair. Yeah, it's a rocking what the chair. fuck? You, what, you, can't, you can't not rock if you're in a rocking <laughs> chair. I mean, what? I don't know. But okay, we're not here to debate the chair. I like rocking chair. I'm Amazing some. We'll jump into the next one. Thanks so much for your question. This one coming in from Logical, Plausible, Probables. Super chat deleted. Oh, that felt really good. But John, same rules. Even if it's a super chat, you can't insult somebody. He said, but to be fair, he owned it. He says, my bad, dot, 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 dot. Made he by didn't insult me. You're allowed to. I give them. I, yeah, I give them permission to insult me, James. You can insult yeah, me. Yeah, or if 100%. it's me, I don't care. I don't care. I, don't care. I, know actually, I don't even think like it was that bad. So. I think he called you guys like boneheads or dumb. Why do they keep calling us the same? We're we're arguing. They keep on saying they're going to kill us both. We're both betas. Even I am a little bit of a soy boy. But what the fudge? Why? I mean. This is a weird audience tonight, James. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, John has uh, like a, a, a weird obsession yes. with hating me. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, no. Extra juicy. And this one coming in from, thanks very much for your question. Not a chump says, just wanted to show support to modern day debate. Thanks so much for your support, my dear friend. Says, I'll support mandated vaccines the day the government is more competent than a shovel. That's Wait, fair. Wait, say that entirely again? Well, well they, they said they said they would they would be for vaccine mandates if our government was so incompetent. See, that's another point I want to make, though. Like, I don't know the government of Ireland very well, but I'm telling you, the United States government is so incompetent. And I'm not even anti-Joe Biden. I don't want him to get impeached. I think that'll make our country look even worse. And that's probably an unpopular opinion. I'm just saying the people that run our country are not that smart. They, they give you the impression that they're smart, but they're elected officials that are bought and sold like toilet paper. Ooh, juicy... This one coming in from Made by Jim Bob says, Cider Dude, are you aware of what the Nuremberg Code is? Yeah, I'm aware of what it is, but I mean, there have, like, as I said in my opening, there has been, like, court cases to do with specifically this um, issue. And, like, you know, I mean, you can disagree with the decision of the court. You can not like it. That's totally up to you there i'm sure you know like there are people in the audience who are uh, anti-abortion who don't like roe v wade that's a court case that you disagree with it's it's just the same thing you got it and thanks very much for this question coming in from chainsaw cat says jab mandates are a complete loss of all freedom to allow the trustworthy government to decide what goes into our own bodies is about as stupid as the globe Flat Earther, I like it. I like it. Geocentrist. Amazing stuff. Steven, do you Amazing. have anything to say? Uh, 
what was the chat again? I'm I'm so I'm so sorry. They said there <clears throat> there's a reason why we don't no no, no that's not that's, that's an interesting. It's basically one the government up. shouldn't mandate the vaccines and we don't live on a globe was I think the the I mean you know the gist of it. They shouldn't mandate the vaccine because we don't say, live on a globe. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think the globe had anything to do with it. I, I don't know. Maybe I do. Have to I'll read it again. again. But... This one coming in from Chainsaw Cat says, jab mandates are a complete loss of all freedom to allow the trustworthy government, <laughs> being sarcastic, to decide what goes into our own bodies is about as stupid as the globe. Well, well, that, that, that brings up a good point. So do you know, Stephen, about the Tuskegee syphilis experiment? Did you ever learn about that? No, not let at me, least on name anyway. Okay, let me let me show you this. It's Tuskegee syphilis. I always say this is my last one, but let me do the Wikipedia of this. This just so people know, like this is one of the worst things, and this is done by the CDC. Uh, let me let me do this one screen share. Now this is this is really important for people. So here in America, the reason we have trust issues is the Tuskegee timeline. In 1932, the USPHS, which was like the CDC at the time, working with the Tuskegee Institute, began a study to record the natural history of syphilis. It was originally called the mm -hmm. Tuskegee Study of Untreated Syphilis in the Negro Male, now referred to the USPHS as Syphilis Study of Tuskegee. The study initially involved 600 black men uh, with 399 with syphilis and 200 did not have it but it ended up being it ended up being you know they ended up uh, giving thousands of people uh, the, the uh, uh, syphilis and so it goes by 1943 penicillin this is the this is the sick part and by 1943 penicillin was the treatment of choice for syphilis and becoming widely available but the, the but the participants in the study were not offered the treatment because they wanted to see what happened so even though they started the study and within 11 years they actually had a treatment for the thing they were studying but because they wanted to keep the study going they didn't even give them the cure and this is this is the cdc's website because this is what the cdc was before uh, you know it was the usphs i'm just saying this is our government you're going to tell us that you can trust this with your vaccine yet they even had a cure to the own illness that they injected with people and they they didn't give it they told them that they were giving them the cure they, they were under the guise that they were getting help for the issue and they withheld the cure for a uh for the scientific reason so i mean yeah that's why there's no trust here in the government it's very scary if you trust the united states <laughs> government yeah, look, the only thing that I would kind of say is that, like, um, like the okay, a lot of Americans have this like obsession with you know freedoms and stuff like that, and like it's so it's in your constitutional rights, like, and everything else like that, right? But there are suspensions of rights all the time. It's not just in prison either. I mean, like, there are like things about like you can't threaten someone with um violence even though that is free speech that comes you know that like you're free to say whatever you want but you can't say this because that impacts somebody else it's like i don't know it's it's going down like a little bit of a rabbit hole but the point is is that like you don't have like absolute freedoms there is no country on earth that has absolute freedoms and like genuinely if there was ever to be a country that had absolute freedoms i don't think it would be a very successful one the point is is that you know you like have your rights and you have your freedoms and everything else like that. And that's all good. And that's all amazing. But there, you know, there, there's like a little bit of an asterisk. There's a little bit of like a condition to where like, so, sometimes these things apply. Sometimes they don't. It's, it's, it's just, yeah. You got it. And thank you very much for this question coming in from Hysterio. Thanks so much. It says there's a reason why we don't poop in buckets and throw it in the street anymore. Nobody likes for people to spread their poop everywhere. 
Plumbing was the solution, just like the vaccine is a solution. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll even say, listen, I'm, I don't want to take the vaccine, but I just think it's way too early in the vaccine uh, long-term testing to mandate it. It shouldn't be. if they, And I'm anti-mandate. And they never should mandate. I just want to make that clear. But even if they did mandate, let's say they did, it shouldn't be within eight months of it coming out. We got just common sense, two years, three years. They're rushing this out because they got to get all the once they get all the legislation in place, it never goes back. We never undo the Patriot Act, at least in America. Once the rules are in place, we don't take away the rules. That's just not how it works. You got it. And thank you very much for this uh, question coming. Sorry, in no, us. it it just it just wasn't even that. Sorry, there was there was like somebody in your live chat. Uh, Shane, just Shane, and he he just had spoken like a true European when I was talking about America's being obsessed with freedom. Sorry, it just made me giggle. <laughs> no problem. Oh, this one coming in from Bernuski says, "If you're going to mandate vaccines, then you can't give the companies liability protection. It's immoral to force people to get a vaccine and then deny them recourse if it negatively affects them." Well, that that's a good point because you know the the vaccine companies are not liable for any damage to the vaccine. Don't you think that? Don't you think that they should have some sort of liability, Stephen, or should they have no liability whatsoever? Well, I mean, like that's what. Look, okay, look, I do think that there should be some amount of liability, but I mean, it's it's why like when you go in. So obviously, you you know, like um, Alex, you won't kind of know this because you haven't been vaccinated or whatever. When you go in to get the vaccine, they it's not necessarily like a consent. They don't make you sign the consent form there and then. At least they don't in uh, Ireland. You are uh, you have to sign it before you actually go in. But they do read out like, you know, like this is possible side effects. And, you know, like if if you like uh, have any of these, then, you know, you have to like contact your um, doctor. They have a little area where you have to stay for like uh, 15 minutes just to kind of see if like anything like immediately pops up and stuff like that. They'll like recommend that you take um, fuck. Panadol, uh, it, I don't know, apparently it seems to work. I didn't take it any of the times. I was fine. So, like, I don't know. I, like, yes, there should be, a, like, more of uh, an onus or more of a responsibility on uh, the um, on the uh, the companies that are giving you the vaccine. But, you know, it's the whole thing. It's kind of like this. It's where kind of personal responsibility kind of goes into it as well. It's the, the only kind of thing that I would say. Well, they have the vaccine injury. You know, they, they have a whole thing where you get paid for by the government. But the reason why they say they don't have why they're not liable is because they, the vaccine companies would go out of business. They wouldn't develop. They wouldn't develop it because they could take risk of people actually getting hurt and them going out of business. So that's another thing that helps the capitalistic pharmaceutical industry is having no liability for these vaccines. And I just agree with you on that. If a woman dies uh, from the vaccine, her kids should get a million dollars or whatever. And, and they still don't do that. I mean, look, I'm a socialist. So like any kind of defense of capitalism, you're not going to find from me. You got it. And thanks very much. <laughs> oh, Manic Panda's making me laugh. I appreciate that. You could take some teasing and Keith Cole says, thanks for all your hard work, James, we need more dialogue between left and right. Both sides are being crushed by corrupt government, propaganda, big banks, etc. Thanks, Keith Cole, for your support. Seriously, it means a lot. We're excited about the future, folks. Believe me, we've got some big, juicy plans for this winter. Believe me, it's going to be tremendous. Brian Williamson says, deadlier strains are evidence of a gain of function. 
I don't know if you want to take that, but that, that's what I was trying to say is I don't know what Fauci does, but that's what supposedly where a lot of that money when Rand Paul and Anthony Fauci were fighting. Those are, you know, I know, you know, who Fauci is but Rand Paul is just like libertarian, you know, politician, you know, that's supposedly anti all the mandates and all that. But he he talked about how that they donated over 600,000 to the Wuhan uh, lab to create a gain of function, to create a virus. That, and the, the idea of the gain of function is that the virus gets stronger and not weaker because uh, uh, the reason why is, I forget why, but they want to create a vaccine. This is basically why, you don't quote me on this, but they want to be able to have a vaccine that's actually spreadable, like a gain of function. So that's why they're trying to create a, a, a virus that does it, because they're supposed to be trying to create a, a vaccine that has some sort of gain of function that gets stronger over time instead of weaker. Is that's That was his uh, reason for trying to create the gain of function virus. Yeah, I mean, the only kind of thing that I would say, like, I, look, I've, I've like heard in passing, or I've kind of looked into it in passing the whole kind of uh, conspiracy is what I can only kind of call it for right now, just only because it's not like only because it's not proven. I don't know if there was like an actual thing that like you know that like this was like a hundred percent planned in like a Wuhan lab and it was meant to be like a deadly bioweapon that was then just released accidentally. I don't know if that's actually the case. Um, I guess we'll find out. Um, but, uh, yeah. And I don't know if that's the case either. I don't know where, mm -hmm. where, you know, I have no idea. I think personally, I, if, if I, if I had to tell you what was going on, I think, uh, it was people that got the 2019 flu vaccine and some sort of created some sort that's where, that's where I'm just saying COVID came out of. I think it was some sort of vaccine restriction resistant strain that came from SARS that came from viruses. We ever had MERS, Middle Eastern respiratory syndrome. So I believe there is a virus, but I believe it's just uh, some sort of virus that we've already had. Um, and they say that it's much more deadly, but I don't believe it's as deadly. I don't believe it's any more deadly than SARS or MERS. Personally, that's what I think. I just think it's uh, that it has a better publicist than those uh, viruses. You got it. Thank you very much for this question coming in from Simon F. Amazing. Says, Cider, could we mandate that you stop vaping so we don't have to get a vaccine? <laughs> Why do they have to get the vaccine if he vapes? I don't <laughs> I don't know about just like vaping. I don't know. Vaping is just a lot. No, no, no. <laughs> Sorry. You can vape. Nobody cares. Everybody's been. Uh, uh, <laughs> they're, they're, they're really nitpicking. They don't like you rocking and vaping. Yeah, they don't they... like me rocking. They don't like me vaping. I'll just, I'll, I don't know. I'll just sit still and just stare at you. It's a little bit weird. <laughs> Touche. It's and five no times, fun zone. Five times 1,000 says, Cider, do you believe in a God? Uh, no, I do not. I've been on. Uh, James's channel several times before debating um, religion. Uh, no, I am an atheist. I don't. Uh, I don't believe in a god. No. This one coming in from Ozzy and says immunity breeds contempt. Qualified, corporate, sovereign, etc. If this vaccine is later found to be unsafe, no one will be held responsible. Get the shot if you are able to, please. They're pro vaccine. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean. So there is an interesting middle ground, like, namely, it sounds like ASEAN uh, would maybe be between the two of you, because I, as, I, as far as I understand it, Alex, you are not at all a fan of the VAX, and then Cider and Port, you would say you would prefer a VAX mandate. If either of you want to respond to that last question, you can. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, like, I took the topic because, like, I'm kind of... I would just kind of I would kind of describe myself as more kind of like passively in favor of the vaccine mandate. Like if it if if it became a mandate that you had to have a um, vaccine in Ireland, I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to it. Um, 
I would also just get like the only reason why I would say that I am passively in favor of it literally is just because of how high Ireland's percentage is. It's literally 92% of the country. It's only 8% that haven't got it. So, you know, the chances that this is like going to, you know, explode and it's going to cause like massive issues and stuff like that is, is, is just low only because of how like of, what the percentage of people that haven't been vaccinated for, like, uh, hey, well, well, one is, thing, so, uh, one thing, Stephen, I think you're 100% right. Uh, you know, maybe Ireland is totally vaccinated, but which vaccine did they get? AstraZeneca, Moderna? I mean, did they get all, you know, maybe the vaccine they got did stay under 78 degrees the whole time. Maybe, maybe they do handle it correct there and people didn't get messed up. I mean, maybe that is, that is the possibility, but at the I same mean, time, go ahead. There is literally statistics on that. Uh, so the Johnson uh, was only, um, I think it was like 11%. Uh, the AstraZeneca was something like 20-something, but the vast, vast majority was um, Pfizer. Maybe so. Pfizer's not as bad. That's what I'm saying. I, Moderna in Japan, 1.6 million vials they had to recall. So I don't know. I think there's different vaccines. There's different stuff in different vaccines. It's, I do know that. Juicy. This one coming in from the Cinegeek says, for cider and pork, if people decide this is a fighting issue literally which seems likely are you prepared to argue for the aggressive the aggressing side as you are now uh there was a, a lot of assumptions there this is going to get like violent and then the aggressive side i mean like i i, I don't know i i guess the only way that i can kind of answer it is that like i would kind of have to like see what happens at the time but i can i can uh, imagine like staying with the position that I have now. You got it. And thank you very much for this question coming in from forward tribes says cider. What do you think of quote, my body, my choice regarding the vaccine? Yeah, it's, it's uh yeah. Um, yeah. I kind of expect that to come up during the debate. If I'm totally honest with you, not, not because, it <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, um, <clears throat> I don't know. Like, I, I just think it's just a weird co-opting of something that like, usually like left-leaning people kind of use in terms of um abortion but i mean like it's not but it it kind of goes back to something that i had said it's it's not just personal health it's collective health it's not just it's not just your body it's everybody else's body so it's not it's not it the uh saying or the slogan doesn't doesn't fit this um situation Hey, I see your point there. My body, my choice, because it's everybody. It's communal. I get that. I, I mean, I don't necessarily agree with it, but this is the one thing. This is one uh, sticking point here in America. That's I just want to get your opinion on it. They say it's like the number one political issue. And I said it in an earlier thing. They say voter ID to show an ID to vote for the in the election is racist. They literally say that like every politician on the left says that even my cat says that he's a huge lefty. What I'm saying is they all say that. <laughs> But those those same people want you to not only have to have an ID to go to the grocery store, but you have to have a matching piece of paper with your name and your vaccine shot. And they say that isn't racist. So do you think voter ID is racist? Okay, so this is a little bit of a longer answer. Usually I will try and keep it kind of short and concise. The reason why people will kind of make the the argument that voter ID laws are uh, racist is because in certain states there is statistics and there is data based on the most likely types of ID that are different types uh, like that, like um, African-Americans or Hispanic-Americans are more likely to use and they will uh, disallow those 
types of, of um, ID when you were going to vote. So that is why they are trying to say that like certain voter ID laws are racist. I don't think that um, showing a, a, a proof of vaccination can be um, used in, this, in the same way, only because it's not targeted based on uh, race or um, ethnic group. Well, kind of it is because uh, the blacks are the least vaccinated people in the United States. So, it is, so that's people in New York that are actually in San Francisco, the places where the vaccine mandates are actually the, the black people are the most excluded race in those cities. Well, the only thing that I would kind of say to that then is um, uh, if 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 individual people are not getting the vaccine, I mean, like it, it's the the point is it, it would. I would say the same thing to somebody who is African-American who has not gotten the vaccine, as I would say to yourself or somebody else who has the same pigment as I do. Um, so, yeah, it, it would it would it would be the same thing. It would it, it just. Yeah. This one coming in from. Ozzy and says, I support education and publicity for vaccines, not a mandate. I am in the middle. Also, I have medical privacy. It's none your business about my health, you betas. I made that last part up, but <laughs> they did say it's none of your business about their health. But anybody well, want to respond? Well, that's a good point. See, in America, we have HIPAA laws where you're supposed to be protected from how you like. And the reason a big part of that is they didn't people in the 80s, they were really sensitive to people that had HIV. So they didn't have to, you know, they could keep it a secret because, you know, that was supposed to be a virus. And there's people tripping out. Oh, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be somebody that's HIV positive. So they, I mean, they already had HIPAA laws before that, but that was a big thing to protect you from if you had an illness, if you had a virus, you didn't have to tell people. And this goes totally against that. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, it just seems very hypocritical that you have those HIPAA laws, but this, but in order to shop, you have to show them a medication that you had. Uh, for an experience, you know, an experimental medication, it just doesn't make sense. You got well, it, Anthony. I mean, it's it kind of goes against like the or it like goes back to the private businesses making up their own rules on who they want to serve and who they don't want to serve. You know, um, if if they want to do that, then they can do that. Um, it's it, but I mean, again, we've we've seen this in uh, history. There's been um, vaccine passports. There's been proof of of um, vaccination. So yeah. You got it. And thank you very much for this question coming in from Ozian, who says, I should not have to explain to you what my medical waiver is for a vaccine either. I and Zuizen, thanks for your question, says, has any lab proven COVID exists? <clears throat> I S E X I S T S via Cook's postulates. Uh, I don't know if they've isolated it. They say they haven't, but I mean, what the fuck do I know? Uh, Cook's postulates. What do you think, uh, Stephen? Um, I'm so sorry, James. You're going to have to repeat the question again. I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's the tiredness. It's the do tiredness. You know I'm very sorry. It's all right. Do you know what Cook's postulates are? Absolutely no idea, no. What does that mean? I'm going to be totally honest with you. You got it. And I won't lie and pretend that I know I something think that, I don't. What is it? The, the, the minimum amount of evidence to prove that a virus is real, I guess, or whatever. I think that's what it is. I don't know. Who knows? Who you got it. Know. And Mark Reed says, just a reminder in all caps, neither Alex nor Cider and Port are a medical professional and their opinions should not be mistaken for actual medical advice. Thank that's you. 100%. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Do not take anything I say as medical advice. I am not mm -hmm. a doctor. 
This one coming in from, do appreciate your question, from The Lake Show, who says, can we find a middle ground between social responsibility and pro-choice as opposed to acting like one way is greater than the other and forcing things down people's throats? We agree on end goal, but how to get there is the challenge. Hmm. I mean, I, yeah. I, I think we had to find some common ground. That's all I'll say to that. Yeah, I, w I would just say, like, there is an amount of common ground to, like, be had here. And, yeah, if, if you know, if, like, we can get people who are, like, you know, more to the extreme than, than like, me who are, like, you know, like, out kind of, like, protesting or trying to get, like, uh, you know, harsher mandates and, that, like, people who are totally against it. If we can get both of those to kind of go, to, like, a little bit more towards the middle, I think on this particular issue, yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot more to gain than to lose. Well, I'd like to tell Stephen this because, or he's in Ireland, so probably the marketing, but I think the way they're marketing the vaccine is trash. Like if they really want, I mean, they do want people, but I think they could, instead of incentivizing it with like a hundred dollars uh, uh, or mandating it, there, there's, I don't know what they needed to do. I'm not necessarily, I'm not a marketing expert, but I'm just saying it's a marketing disaster. The way they marketed this virus, I mean, this vaccine, they could have marketed this way better. And I think a lot of people on the fence, they could have got, but they just did, uh, in my opinion, a poor job by being so being so the vaccine is the only cure instead of actually having that common ground. I think that's the number one marketing problem is that it's so do or die. Vaccine is the only way out of it that it, it turns people off because they're like, hey, there's no other way besides the vaccine. And I think there's people smart enough to realize the vaccine is not a panacea cure all for anything. You got it. And thank you very much for your, your question coming in from Catch22 says, is the vax a form of patenting, patenting? to physically own people. <clears throat> I don't know. Wow. So. Uh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> it's not like that kind of goes like, that takes the whole thing of like, there's a microchip or a nanochip in it and like takes it to the extra, like, just take that, that uh, position and just go on steroids. Just no, no, that's not, yeah, no, that's and, not and, what's and, happening. And I'm a conspiracy nut. I don't think they would have a vaccine. Some people, <laughs> so I'm saying some people are going to die. Like they know that, but I don't think they would actually give a vaccine that just, kills everybody at once that's not that's not how that's not how it would work you know that i mean people would realize that this one coming in from brian williamson says mandates equal the end of any and all bodily autonomy it's fair uh, uh, yeah uh, okay yeah i i yeah i just don't I don't, I don't see it at that at all. But Stephen, so. what happens? What happens next year? It's gonna be the Lambda variant. So now the vaccine only works every three months. I mean, what you know? Don't you think it's gonna get to a monthly vaccine? Like, where does it stop? Like, like should there be a limit to how many? You know, what's a what's a minimum vaccine requirement? Because if there isn't a minimum vaccine requirement, they're not gonna just get a hundred percent. They're they're gonna want to get three hundred percent because they're gonna want to get multiple shots out of the people. That's that's the problem. Is it? It's never ending. It was eight months. It's six months. It's just going to get the chain. This is how they do it. It's like a, uh, they only you're on a chain right now. We're on a metaphorical chain and they only take it one by one. They take it one chain link at a time before you even realize that, you know, you're totally locked down. You don't have any freedom. It's the boy. It's the frog in boiling water. You know, if you put them in hot water at once, the frog jumps out. But if you slowly put them in room temperature water and boil them slowly, he doesn't leave and he dies. And that's that's what's happening with these vaccine mandates. It's a it's a booster here. It's a booster there. Next year, it's three boosters. Next year, it's six boosters. Then it's 12 boosters. This one coming in from Ozzy and says, private businesses have no right to discriminate about my medical condition or medical waivers I have for a vaccine. 
See, I, I kind of, I disagree. Or I don't disagree. I think you should, uh, no matter what, there should be a waiver because they have, we have American Disabilities Act, the ADA. No matter what, you should, you know, there should be a waiver. But I honestly have the opinion, hey, listen, I own a business. If I don't want some person that's vaccinated or unvaccinated, and I think a private business should actually have some sort of autonomy, you know, and if they don't, and, and if Trader Joe's wants you to have the vaccine, then I'm going to stop shopping at Trader Joe's. I mean, that's just how it works. It sucks. I don't like that, but I do believe in the business can do whatever the hell they want. I do believe in that. You got it. Yeah, I, I was, I was, I was going to say, I didn't actually have anything to add. That's kind of pretty much exactly what I was going to say. So this one coming in from a sparrow fall says cooks postulates apply to bacterial diseases. COVID comes from a virus. So attempting to quote, prove unquote it via cooks postulates isn't possible. Interesting. Thoughts guys. I, I mean, I, I do I think, I, I mean, uh, to be, they, they do sound correct. I believe, uh, according to Co uh, Koch's postulate, our four criteria designed to establish a causative relationship uh, between a microbe and a disease. So whatever this is, I don't know. I think we're getting in the weeds. We're, 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 we can't see the forest for the trees when we're doing that. When we're arguing about the microbes. Listen, guys, uh, we're talking about mandates. The people are sick. Some people are sick. You know, people want to say nobody's sick. Some people are sick. Wait, I'm a conspiracy nut. Some people are freaking sick. So there is a, a version of SARS and MERS going around. There is flu. I mean, come on. You got it, in. Thank you very much for this question. Coming in from... Actually, I think we may have gotten all of them. Yeah. So... What I do want to do is say thank you very much, folks. It has been a true pleasure. You guys, don't worry. I'm going to be back in just a moment. So stick around. We're going to talk a little bit about philosophy. For example, and this will be in the post-credit scene, as we call it, is in the live chat right now, I have set up a hypothetical. This is not original to me. Namely, imagine if you don't understand the scenario let me well i'll explain it right when i get back my dear friends and so stick around as we will talk about a juicy little interesting philosophical challenge as well as upcoming debates but we want to say thank you so much steven and alex it's been a true pleasure to have you guys here we really appreciate you hanging out with us tonight thank you so much james always a Pleasure. Thank you, Stephen. I appreciate you staying up late. And uh, hey, I like the cordial debate. I like it when it's like this. We can actually talk about it because, hey, I don't think your ideas are stupid. I get it. And I think what you're trying. And this is why I'm actually when my last point, I want to say all the people that are pro vaccine, even though I disagree with you, their, their heart is in the right place. I believe that. So I, I don't mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I think if people want to want to do help. I just don't think um, I, I do think it goes back to autonomy that, you know, your vaccine shouldn't be affected by whether I have one or not. That's kind of my, my, you know, where I put my foot in the sand or whatever, draw my line in the sand. Yeah, no, the last thing that, that I'll say is just kind of echo the kind of um, the compliment that Alex gave. Yeah, this was completely cordial. Um, and yeah, I th th these are my much preferred types of debates where we can just kind of, you know, just talk it out and there's no screaming match and no shouting and no nothing. It's fantastic. It's been amazing. So thank you very much. I will be back in a moment, folks. And with that, one last reminder, our guests are linked in the description. We really do appreciate them. Be back in a moment.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.